Okay, Mark Through <laughs> Podcast. Welcome back to the Mark Through. This is episode 16 with Blake Johnson. We've been wanting him to come on the show for so long. We're so thankful we were able to get him here. He came out to Colorado for the UCA V Rock Masters up in Estes Park, and we dragged him back to our house and said, please, please, please. And he's so excited to be on the show. So we too are so excited that you guys are here watching, listening, and enjoying another episode of The Mark Through. Real quick, this episode is sponsored by Support Fund, simple and effective fundraising for student groups. We've used them with County Cheer several times, great results for our team's fundraising goals for the season, whether it's uniforms, competition, bus rides, new signs, whatever your goal is fundraising-wise, Support Fund and their team is able to get you there with simple and effective fundraising through technology like text messaging and websites for coaches to be able to track the fundraising efforts of the team so far. So if you haven't heard of Support Fund, visit supportfund.com or check them out on social media at Support Fund. Thank you, Support Fund, for sponsoring episode 16. So like I said, Blake's here. We're talking about his great career in cheerleading across ACE, Kentucky, through choreography with V-Rock, his presence on TikTok. The man is a cheerleading legend. We're so excited. Make sure you guys watch end to end. This is going to be a great episode. Music's on! You ready for this? Who live is this? Who lit is this? Who real is this? We too legit. We are M-A-R-K-T-A-R-U. Mark through podcast. Listen and learn. Watch and observe. Challenging us. They got some nerve. We great. You mad. Don't hate. Get to it. Don't wait. We do not hesitate. We doing what it takes. What we do. Mark through. All right. Episode 16. We're here. We have Blake here. Blake Hello. Johnson. Blake's been a longtime friend of ours uh, throughout cheerleading, going back way back to when we were cheerleaders. Yeah. This has been, I think, a long time coming. We've been texting you about it for two years. Like, hey, we it's hard to like. It's hard podcast. to lock. Yeah, it's hard to lock <laughs> you down. Like you're traveling all over the world every day. Yes. So like, it Am is. I? Yes. Not every day. I mean, girl, we're in the middle of a pandemic. I'm true. A Pandora. <laughs> we're in the middle of a pandemic. We're in Yes. <laughs> Yeah. Yes. Sorry, but yeah, so travel on now. So. Yeah, so it, it has been hard to lock you down. Yeah. Now we got you here. Yes. This is super exciting. Yes. I'm so pumped. Me too. Yeah, so we're here. We just finished uh, day four, final day, at UCA V-Rock Masters up in Estes. Blake was there helping our team out, as, bunch, as well as a bunch of other teams. I love that camp, just like being up, being away, taking I, the kids there. I mean, that's the, I think, the biggest part of camp is just removing from the location so I guess what is your favorite part of that camp um, Colorado's Masters I guess it's changed locations a few times yeah I think the reason why I enjoy coming out here is because how close the teams are to each other and the amount of talent that's in like this 20 mile radius and it's not like an all-star team or you know a club team like these kids this is where they live their parents, they don't have a choice. Yeah. Their parents live in the zip code. And I think it's cool to just see the state and how cheerleading has like evolved mm. over yeah. the last, I would say, six, seven years yes. out here. Awesome. And um, I think it's a powerhouse. So yes. I want to make sure I'm in the middle of it. The, the mentality of the kids are different. Like yeah. skills that they thought were hard you know, five, six years ago mm-hmm. are their basics now. Yes. Right. So I, I had that thought earlier at camp. I was like, okay, you know, we're, we're an elite stunt class and they're teaching, you know, hand in hands and stuff. And it's like, okay, great. You know, my juniors and seniors, they're at that level. Some of our sophomores, but it's like, 
if you're an incoming freshman, like you haven't probably done all those, <laughs> yeah. but the expectation now, like exactly. we're saying, the uplift is like. And why is this hard for you? Yeah. It shouldn't yeah, be hard like, for you, right. dude. You should have those, but those cool this skills right. and that core technique and stuff to be able to. Totally. But then it's like, oh yeah, like you're brand new to this. Yeah. Like you're you haven't done that many elite things because you you probably were an eighth grader who did club cheerleading yeah. or all star, and you were at a level appropriate. Right. And yeah. so it's definitely. Um, it was it was an interesting kind of just realization in my head like oh maybe I should be a little nicer like because <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm expecting no. high level immediately nah. but nah. The, the competitive side of me right. says nah mm, sorry get some more rest that's, 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 yeah, that's why it's just a thought for you yeah. Yeah. like yeah. I have that thought but then I don't act on it yeah, yeah. <laughs> so as we get started here yeah. Blake would you care to tell us how you got into cheerleading oh like from the beginning yeah, yeah. What, I guess oh, what well, got you going what got me going? Did you just start I, I, out of nowhere? I said, did you start with All Star? Did you start no, with gymnastics? I'm trying, to, I'm trying to remember what show it was on ESPN that I saw. Mm. Like it was, oh. I, I, don't, I can't remember if it was All Star or maybe it was cheer, um, um, the Cheerleader MTD Nation. making a cheerleader or the, it was the Dumb the Bar in uh, Maid. It was uh, New Rochelle, I think. And um, mm, it was yeah. the MTV, um, like. Look at New Rochelle episode of cheerleading, True Life. I'm a cheerleader. Mm, true Life. Yeah. And um, they made, and then True Life. Yeah, yeah. and then they okay. were at nationals, and I remember them doing this like, uh, uh, pump, pump move or whatever. But anyways, so you, that, you felt the rhythm. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> but um, down the road, there was this girl that lived down the road for me. Her name was Megan Smith, and I'm from the country. I don't know if y'all know, but I am from backwoods country, Prattville, Alabama. Alabama. But yes, but I am Prattville, Alabama. But like. The boonies of Prattville. Yes, like okay. Tauga County out there, like, you know, 40 acres in a mule type thing. Okay, okay. Um, Aren't so, you wearing a Gucci belt right now? It, yeah. It, 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 Wait, what? <laughs> I'm so confused. <laughs> no, I am from the country. Interesting. The, yes, my grandmother... So, my grandmother. Lived, I am too. Yeah, my I grandmother am too. lived next door. My cousins lived up the street. I'm like, not wearing a Gucci country. belt. Oh, yeah, you're not wearing a belt at all, though. So. Well, no. You got babies. So Maybe. don't. Don't you? I can't afford a Gucci right. belt the right children, now. The, yes. the belt children, belt children. Pampers <laughs> <laughs> belt. You know, what are you going to do? Sure, sure. Yep. But yeah, so um, Megan Smith, she lived either, even farther out in the country than I did. And she was sharing at a gym called Top Gun. Oh, sorry, Top Dog, my bad, not Top Gun, <laughs> Top Dog Montgomery, and one day I went to practice with her, fell in love with it, so then I actually joined the team without my dad knowing, <laughs> my mom and my Uncle Daniel and Jackie, my Aunt Jackie knew, so I would leave football practice, and I would go to cheer practice, and then I would nice. come home on Mondays and Wednesdays. And what did your dad think you were doing, just like extra long football practice? Um, I mean, we just didn't talk about it. Okay. And this was for like three or four months. This was a while. All summer long. Wow. Like, Did he just yeah. not want you to do cheer? Or was it just like a, a fear of the unknown, like from I, everybody else? I think, yeah, I think so. And I was a really good football player. Like, okay. Really, gotcha. very so like, Don't ruin his um, path. Yeah. And, that makes um, sense. You're an athlete. And I'm the youngest of four boys. Like, they mm-hmm. all, we all played sports. And we're in a small town. It's yes. like every boy counts to the football yes. team. Every boy counts yeah. for the baseball, basketball team. So yeah. it was kind of like one of those things. He found out. And then he actually was my biggest fan, paid for cheerleading. Everything, like, changed after that oh, once he yeah. found out that I was um, cheering. And then he came to a competition and realized I was actually really good at it. Then from there, 
I did Top Dog for two years. And then my freshman year into high school, we have to kind of, you don't have to, but you choose a varsity sport. Mm-hmm. And I chose cheerleading. So at that point, there was no freshman to ever make my um, high school's varsity team. Nice, okay. But there's also never been a freshman boy that wanted to cheer. <laughs> so it, I became the first freshman yeah, awesome. to be on my varsity high school team at the time. And Just breaking down barriers. Yes. Yeah. So then I did top, top Dog in my high school. And then that freshman year, um, Hunter Williams, um, a little girl that I used to babysit, um, she wanted to cheer at Ace, and I wanted to cheer at Ace. It was after Kenneth St. John uh, did the, I need a hero. <laughs> that dance, anyways. Nice, but, <laughs> nice. And um, so then I went to Ace, and nice. that's how it started. So now where did you go to Ace Birmingham? Ace Birmingham, the so, main location. Gotcha. At the time, it was the only location. I was going to say, yeah, back then there was only yeah. one. Yeah, mm-hmm. they've just blown up. Right. Great branding, covering, yes. like, all of Alabama. And yeah. Are they in Mississippi Mississippi now? and Georgia at the in time. In Georgia, too. okay, yeah. So they're just covering that whole Was that city. a commute for you? Um, yes. No. So, oh, yeah, that was... So after we decided we were going to do um, Ace, it was this whole Montgomery, Prattville, Auburn crew that all drew, drove up. Mm. And the Hunter was the farthest. Her drive was two hours and 45 minutes. Dang, okay. And then it was a carpool. Wow. And we went like this. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and then she drove to Montgomery, okay. picked up um, Sydney and Magoo, who cheered at Alabama. Wow. She was the first exit, Montgomery exit. They drove down, picked up another group. And then another two girls, Lainey and Lucy and Mary. And then they drove past. And then 30 minutes on their past them, they would pick me up, and then we would go an hour and a half. Or if it was my time to drive, they would all get in my car, and then I would drive the rest of the way. How many, were you guys driving minivans, or? Um, no, we had SUVs, everyone, I had a little car, but okay. we all fit, but yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's or, so cool. We love when Hunter's mom drove, because she drove the whole way. Nice. Mm. nice. Our homework. How fun. Like, that had to be so fun, though, to, like, road trip and, like... Three like, times a week? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Three times a week. Three times a week. Yeah. Hour. Yeah, your moms were probably like, do yeah. your homework. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Three hours in the car. Yeah. No, it was <laughs> super fun. We loved Miley Cyrus. Um, oh, but, yes. And what was that? The Climb? Yeah. What was home with those things? It's the Climb. That's Miley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Miley. Oh, that's Miley. We listened to that song so much. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, especially I, my... Um, Junior year of uh, high school, we listened to us a, a lot. Was it senior? Junior senior? Whenever it came. Yes. Out, but yes. We to it. I guess going back to joining Ace and yes. it being its you know only location at the time, were they expanding while you were there? They, have you? Did you get to watch that after? Yes, they were expanding while I cheered. Okay. Um, when I first got there, it was the one location, and I actually cheered at uh, multiple locations throughout mm. my um, time because we would help out other teams. Sure. Nice. Okay. So um, crossover. Yeah. So yeah. Um, when it was the, um, uh, I, I'm not going to say the exact locations how they came up. Yeah. But um, while I was at Ace, we had. Ace of Birmingham, Ace of Atlanta, Ace of, um, it's right on the board of Alabama, um, so, but yeah, so they were expanding at the time, and mm-hmm. you know, I think it was trial and error, and they were taking people out of, like, the main location and sending them to other locations to run those, mm-hmm. so it was kind of really cool, because at yeah. the time, people weren't really, like, franchising Mm -hmm. um that's just been really interesting industry-wide seeing (laughs) the development of franchise 
gyms yeah. going, you know, some are like you're saying, they're sending one person or they try to you know get a full new staff and they train them all. It's just interesting hearing from some of these larger multi-location gyms, like how they're doing it, the trial and errors right. they're facing and stuff to see like what works, what gets them to be a successful extension of the right. gym. And I definitely think late to like 2000s, you know, and then the early, you know, teens of the 2000s, like mm -hmm. a lot of gyms were, they were like trying to figure it out. Yeah. A lot of opening and closings <laughs> of gyms, but I think mm -hmm. the ones that are doing it well right now are doing it really well. Yeah. Yes, yes, exactly. Yeah, they've pr they've primed themselves well. Absolutely. Um, and it's really cool to see that like some new gyms can still like stick their foot in the door. Right. Like it's not like yeah. a, you you better have started in 1998 or you <laughs> or, can't be a gym. Sorry. You know, like it's hard you can't catch <laughs> up. So it's like it's nice because like here in Colorado we've seen steel kind of grow really right. well. Yeah. And, and Nature Central too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Nature Central. Like, yeah. They, yeah. They, they were like eight years ago. Mm -hmm. Totally. That's true. That's true. Yeah. So um, it's just nice that like as competitive as it is in some of these gyms that are like deep in it and are super successful, it's not impossible as long as you have you know, good coaches, right. good environment, and mm -hmm. also culture and a population mm -hmm. to support it. I think right. that's the biggest thing. So, um, I think that's the coolest thing about you know the Ace brand as a whole because these cities that they're in, these aren't you know me huge metro mm -hmm. cities like right. these other gyms. Yeah, um, I mean Alabama's, you know, the I mean Birmingham's. You know, when I cheered, everyone in Alabama drove to Birmingham. Sure. Like, yeah. everyone to be on, uh, you know, Ace. And now the fact that there is Ace of Birmingham, Ace of Huntsville, which is an hour and a half away, mm -hmm. Ace of the River Region, which is where I'm from, which is two hours away, Ace of Auburn, which is mm -hmm. now two and a half hours. Like, we all drove. Yeah. And the fact mm -hmm. that these locations can survive. Yeah, they have. Yeah. They yeah. yeah. have full teams. Yeah. yeah. So, but. Yeah, I think that's, that's kind of cool mm -hmm. with the Ace Brie and how they're, these aren't major cities. They're yes. strong. Yeah. yeah, they carry a strong community. They carry a strong, right. like, I guess, message to the parents. Right. Like, we're going to develop your kids. 100%. We're going to do the right thing. And I, I, don't, I don't ever think I've seen Ace or Happy or any of the staff yeah. in, you know, negative headlines, yeah. you know. So yeah. I think they do provide a good culture and they, yeah. they yeah. do... Um, so now, were you coached by the legendary Happy Hooper? I was. Nice. By is he Happy as wow. legendary as his reputation? Yes, he is. He okay. is one Aww. Hooper trooper, let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, no, he is, um, in my eyes, he was life-changing for me. Um, and it plays another role in my life. Um, we're, I'm still dear friends with him. But awesome. um, to see, um, you know, me being, you know, knowing that I was quote-unquote different in high school and growing up <laughs> yes, in sure. the gym that I was at before um, where a heterosexual couple owned that gym mm -hmm. and then to see um, happy and see him the success of cheerleading in um, an openly um, homosexual like man mm -hmm. running it for me I was like I want to be that like I want oh sure I, he was I respected yes yeah. I looked up to him I wanted to be as good as he was I wanted to like the way he coached us was very passionate and um and our assistant coaches were amazing too, um, but I mean, he was one hell of a coach. I will say that. That's so and, awesome. Um, and he loved to this day. 
he loves us and puts so much energy into us. So that's got to be very inspiring for you. Is that why, is that like with that culture, mm -hmm. is that why you're still involved with Ace as far as like, I know you do like their, some of their choreography yeah, yeah, yeah. and things like um, that? Yes. I mean, he's been, I mean, I have a, we're a group of best friends from Ace, but Happy has been a part of my life every step of the way from <sighs> the moment I walked into his gym and to this day. Yeah, that's so like so 20 awesome. years. Yeah. Like, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, that's so special. Yeah. You know, like in our lives as well, great coaches stick with you. You yes. know, like people that you bond with, they understood you, you understood them, and they they just stick with you. And, yeah. You know, we talk about that all the time of just like, how would my one of my favorite high school coaches handle that? Or like, how would my college coach handle that? Mm -hmm. Or maybe even in some it's like situations where we're like, okay, I've seen this. I don't like how it was handled. Right. How should I handle it differently right. type of a thing? So, well, Or like I was texting my coach, Corey, the other day about website stuff. And um, he was like, hey, how are you doing? And I was like, what's sleep? I don't know how you have four <laughs> kids and coach the college team. I have two kids and I can't sleep coaching my high school team. Like I'm so busy. And he was like, I don't know how I did it. It was a blur. Good luck. <laughs> Have fun. Yeah, okay. yeah. I appreciate okay. your honesty. Yeah. Thanks. Okay, alright. Well I'll survive. You survived. Yeah. You know, his his when I was on the team he had his oldest was one and now his oldest will be a freshman in college this year. Well that was a long time ago. Yeah. Does that mean you're old? Yes. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's exactly <laughs> what that means. Yeah. That's exactly yeah. <laughs> uh, long time ago. Long time ago. Like one to a freshman. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's crazy. And, and now he's like running track at KU. I was just watching upstairs, watching diving with our kiddo. Um, flipping is what she said. Yeah, she, oh, loves, yeah. Watching yeah. Like, <laughs> she loves watching flipping. There was a synchro diving and they were like, both of these um, guys, it's really interesting. Both their parents were uh, coaches throughout their entire life, okay. but not their coaches. But it was just like the, the announcers were kind of just talking about how the effect of having a coach in your life is, mm -hmm. you know, can propel you, even if it's not your sports coach, right. they just understand sports. So, man, coaches. Yeah. Shout out to the good coaches. Yeah. Absolutely. Love us. Absolutely. So, obviously, Ace was, you know, a growing gym. It was, yeah. you know, expanding and everything. On the opposite side of that, you said you were doing high school cheer. I was. Was that, were you guys competitive? Was that just uh, your local community? Yeah, we were, no, we were a competitive high okay. school team too. Um, we, um, at the time, Miss Williams, which is another dear friend of mine and an amazing person and coach who touched my life in a special way. Um, okay. I still have my senior picture in her room, blown up like an 8 <laughs> by 10 in her, in her room. Um, and oh, I talked to her the other day. She's so precious. Um, my high school was, at the time, if y'all remember the show Two-A-Days? Yep. Um, it was Hoover High School. Yes. Well, Prattville High School is where I went. We were the team that played them the first season that they mm. beat and the team that played them the last season that won. And then after that, we won state three years in a row. Our culture, like, at our school was... I mean, just amazing. And, um, I mean, this is how our football team at the time it was about 200 football players. There was uh, JV cheerleaders, JV varsity co-ed, sorry, varsity co-ed, varsity all-girl. Mm -hmm. Our band had about 300 members in it. All the teachers wow. that were, you know, coaches and mm -hmm. all of that. So on a game day, on the away game, Literally 750 people would stand up all at once and walk to the buses. 
Like, that is how, like, deep we rolled. Like, our community was crazy. Like, 20,000 people at a high school football game. I love that. Um, So, I loved cheering in high school because it was... I love where I'm from. I love Prattville. Like, mm-hmm. I love, I'm obsessed with my parents. And, and that's just a, a celebration it was, of that. Yes. And it was, I was the youngest of four boys, all very talented, and I was the cheerleader. Yeah. And that's what people said. And I would do, on uh, every Friday night, I would flip from one end of the football field all the way down, and the whole stadium would count it. Say, everybody's going nuts, yes. I'm sure. And so, cheering in high school was very special, because I felt like that's when me and my dad's bond became closer, because everyone says, your boy's the cheerleader. Your boys, the cheerleader, you know, so um, I <laughs> oh, love cheering. I'm going to tear up. Yeah. That's so beautiful. High school was awesome. And then our senior year, my senior year, we taught, we cheered at, we competed at um, cheer sport. Um, we won cheer sport all years that we were there. And then my senior year, we um, begged Miss Williams. We were like, we're ready. We can do UCA. We can nice. do it. Yeah. <laughs> at the time, Sparkman was the powerhouse mm-hmm. of small co ed. Okay. And I mean, my, that team was just so talented, my high school team. And um, we were like, we can do it. And we went to nationals for our first time in like a very long time, mm-hmm. 20 years or something. Yeah. And we got third at nationals Incredible. that year. Love so, it. Incredible. And um, it's so crazy because that team, that high school team, those 20 people on the floor from sophomores to seniors went on every single person ex- except I want to say four four or five so 15 people went to cheer in college nice awesome. and they have some type of medal or ring <coughs> from wow. a, yes from, from college. their college nice yeah. wow that's, so, that's an elite group yeah mm-hmm. it was, that's an elite y'all were focused so you just led that into the next question um you guys were going to college to do yeah. cheerleading after um, Jomo was the coach. Did you go to a ton of recruit clinics? Did Jomo chase you down? No. How did that all work? No. Because you, you, you were a stud. Like, <laughs> yeah. you, know, you had the skills. Yeah. You you were a, a co-ed boy with a full. Yeah. Like, that's, you know, you weren't just doing toss hands. Mm-hmm. Like, you had skills. Like, you just said you went to nationals. You guys got third. Like, yeah. you're not just doing walk chairs and toss hands yeah. to get third. Yeah. Like, you're doing libs. You're doing full-ups. You're, you're doing the real deal. So, I guess, how did that work for you aligning with Kentucky and then ultimately ending up there. So, um, I thought I was, I wasn't going to cheer in college first. Okay. I thought I was going to FIT. I was moving to New York. I was getting into fashion. Okay. This oh. is what I was doing. I visited New York. You were to, like, I had my cheer career. Yes. I thought I was Ooh. done. Okay. Um, and then, um, I came back and then that's when David McDowell was at Alabama mm-hmm. and I went to a couple Alabama Alabama on uh, like open gyms and whatnot, just to because everyone from Ace, you went to Alabama, you know, yeah, like, come, hey, come yeah, to the yeah, open yeah, gym. You, yeah. You, you go to Alabama, and um, so I went to a couple open gyms, and then one day, at the time, Kelly Dupree, um, who had just moved, uh, graduated from Kentucky, moved. She was an Ace kid. Mm-hmm. She was like, um, we had an Erica as well who also, they were on the show, Cheerleader You. Yep, okay. Um, yes. Erica and, I don't know if you know her story, you know she didn't make it, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Followed, the yeah. cameras followed her. Yeah. Okay. She was from Alabama, she was from Alabama and, Eric, and um, Kelly Dupree. They were both coaching at Ace at the time. So my senior year, so they're telling Jomo, like Kelly was, you know, playing around stunning her. Uh, and then my first year at Ace, Allie Greer mm-hmm. was actually living in Alabama with her father at the time. <coughs> so okay. she was on Ace. 
So you've known Allie before you cheered Yes. Together. Okay. And that's why we have a really special okay. relationship. So now you guys did before, during, yes. and now after. Yes. With USA. And we're wow. still. And do you do Western wow. Kentucky choreo? Do you help? I do. That? I've okay. been a part I, of Allie's I was every coaching you guys job. We're gonna be aligned. Yeah. <laughs> she's been with. She's been at. I've been with her from her all star gyms awesome. everywhere. But back to the sex. Yeah, so, yeah, so, yeah, <laughs> let's back it all up. <laughs> we, um, Allie was at Kentucky at the time. Okay. It was her junior year. Okay. Nope, sophomore year. Sophomore year at Kentucky at the time. And she was like, you have to cheer Kentucky, you have to cheer Kentucky. And I was like, I'm not cheering, I'm not cheering. And then <laughs> all of, one day I come home and there's a varsity box on my front porch. I live out in the country, so, yeah. you know, I don't know. Did we even have Amazon then? And maybe it just was books. Yeah. Like, just books at the time. And that definitely wouldn't get no book. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I didn't even know Amazon only. I mean, I didn't even know how to read time. until sixth grade. But, um, I mean, that's, an, oh, that's a whole other thing, guys. But, oh, wait, um, you're serious? Oh, yeah, that's Oh my, okay, we're yeah. getting yeah. that. Yeah. Alabama doesn't have the best. Wait, hold, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You're right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> got me in the first half, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> but, um, so Allie was at Kentucky at the time. Okay, okay. And I got home, and there was this varsity box on, at the time I didn't know what the V, it was a varsity box, mm-hmm. you know, okay. whatever. Um, it was right when they were actually developing the logo, so it was the old logo. It wasn't the, uh-huh. the scripted so piece like that we have 2010, now. 2011 yeah. was when that came out. Um, and I opened it up, and it was a handwritten note from T. Lynn and Jomo that I still have framed in my office right now. Wow. Um, a Kentucky warm-up, Kentucky practice clothes, all of this. So then, um, but I didn't really, I didn't really, like, I wasn't like, I'm going to Kentucky. Yeah, you didn't see yourself there. Yeah, yeah, going there. Mm-hmm. And he invited me to practice in the note. We'd love for you to come up to practice. So we set up a practice. I went up during two-a-days during national season. Nice. And um, I don't know if, I mean, I'm sure y'all cheered in college, so you know how the community treats you guys. Yes. But there is a special way the schools can treat Kentucky cheerleaders when they walk in. Yeah. So during the practice that I was there, me and my dad, we drove up. You with your dad? Yes. So my dad and my uncle drove up to me. Not even my mom. They're, like, was they're like, this is a D1 visit. Yes. Like, yes. Yes. Like, we've been waiting for years yes. for this. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> so we they, we drove up to Kentucky, went, came into a practice. And I think um, at that, the I don't think this was a moment for my dad. But when, I don't think he knew what Jomo looked like. Mm, okay. Oh. So when we walked in, my dad, the first thing my dad said, oh, that's a brother. You know, like, because <laughs> yeah. he didn't know. Mm-hmm. He okay. didn't know that he was a dark scene to me and he didn't know sure. he was black. So sure. that, I feel like for my dad, it was just like, oh, well, you know, so then that started. Taken care of. Yeah, that started our whole weekend. It was great. So then yeah, I sure. followed them at practice. And then from the practice, they invited me to um, a performance. Nice. And they said I could wear the warm up. So I had on their warm up <laughs> as I walked through this performance. Um, on a scale from went, one to ten, how awesome did you feel? As a senior in high school, yeah. I was on cloud nine. You couldn't I'm tell sure. me anything. Like I remember getting in the car crying. Like it was, it was <sighs> magical. Like this was a life changing event for me. I'm sure. And then when I walked through, I forgot what middle school, but it was where they were, had a performance that night. So mm-hmm. this is after the new year. So it had to be like that first, the first end of the first week, week of yeah. January. Mm-hmm. We walked into this school, and the way the kids were like, oh, oh, 
and then walking through and someone asked for my autograph, y'all, I thought it, I, it was just like, screw fashion. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> I'm never going to New York. I, I whatever. So then um, I remember on the drive home, I was like, Dad, I'm going to this school. I need to get my SAT scores. and get, Like, I was just like, I'm going. Gas this pedal. is where I belong. There is wow. a sense of just like the energy in the room. I was like, this is where I should be. And then, uh, oh, also, and then T. Lynn, just the poise that the man had. And the a, and, a class act uh, through and through. I've and, met him maybe three, four times. And just always impressed. And the way that he talked to my dad and made us feel comfortable. Yeah. Like, you know, and that is what, and, and it, it, I just felt comfortable. He's very fatherly yes. to everybody. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're 19, if you're, like, your dad yes. talking to him. Yes, like, yes, yeah. yes. And, yeah, when Damn. I when we drove home, when I was like, I'm going, and my dad's like, I think it's the right decision, son. Just oh. let us know what you need to do. <laughs> um, so we drove home, and I was like, I'm going to Kentucky. And um, they they won that year. Um it was this back to the second year in a row after the loss. Because, mm-hmm. anyways, I was so for that. yes, <laughs> I, was, I not to take derail the story, but that was the biggest like crowd reaction mm-hmm. I've ever heard mm-hmm. at a competition to a stunt fall. Yeah. Like, because they were rocking that routine. It was mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah. And then that that um, was it. She had her leg up yeah. that hitch. And just went off the back, and the whole every person in the crowd gasped. Yeah. I swear. But um, circling back to yeah. the just the Kentucky community, like you were saying, oh, yeah. middle yeah. school, like that's something I think that's just known sports wide. Yes. It's just Kentucky fans are passionate about yes. anybody wearing the blue and white. One hundred percent. Like if you live in Kentucky, you either love the blue or you love the red right. of Louisville, and yeah. most are blue. <clears throat> most. <of> <laughs> Uh, and in Blake's eyes, he's wearing blue shirt glasses. Right, 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 yeah. Yes. Oh, it was awesome. Uh, yeah, oh. exactly. Yeah. And so the just the, the like, I'm sure all those kids yeah. either wanted to be Kentucky cheerleaders mm-hmm. or Kentucky basketball players, like just one or the so other. Cool. It's just like I want to be part of. I mean, like as a Kansas kid, that's yeah. what you want it to be, right? Yeah, yeah. it's like I'm gonna be a Kansas basketball player. Yeah. Right? I'm gonna be a, I'm gonna be a Jayhawk. I'm gonna be. Right? I'm gonna cheerleader. Ask him about it does. It doesn't help when you're five foot flat in yeah. the ninth grade. You know, yeah. I mean, nobody wants to have the Wait, did you cheer in high school? Just senior year. Oh, I did okay. diving in high school. Oh, so you're yeah. a diver. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, we want control. We want a yes. state championship. Oh, you signed up here. Yeah. So you got your box. You yes. did your visit. Yes. You were all in. You, did you try? I'm sure you had to try because tryouts still were a thing at the point. Yeah. So after after that, um, after I did the visit and they won nationals, I was doing multiple teams at the time. And then uh, Mason Levy, he was uh, his cheering at ace on the open team with me. Mm-hmm. He was at Auburn in engineering school at the time, and he wanted to try to Kentucky. Yeah. So it just kind of all the things like lined up, and he was already. 20 years old mm-hmm. he was going to be my roommate my parents were like oh you're moving in with you know someone I never lived in the dorms gotcha. so it was okay. like everything was slowly just like mm-hmm. lining up in the dorms either yeah and then falling me, into place yeah and then make my parents knew Mason my family knew Mason yeah. so mm-hmm. now it's like my brother and then yeah. so and we were driving up I had someone to drive up to Kentucky with me sure. that were going to that was going to try out at the time yep. yeah so and then um, me and Mason uh Went to the spring clinic. Mm-hmm. Then 
I came to tryouts and nice. didn't know what I was doing because I was working, I was hanging out. Uh, Kelly Dupree was trying to help me, but at the time I was like, I don't know what what I'm gonna do. And Allie was like, We'll figure it out when you get here. Mm. Figure out when you get here. And I was like, Okay, they're like just keep doing your thing yeah and um i struggle with mental blocks too um okay. we can talk about that if you want to yeah. You know? yeah but um so i throughout high school i st- struggled with mental blocks and i would have to literally relearn my tumbling over and over and over okay. and during this time i was struggling through a mental block okay um and my coach tracy blair loved that woman she was like it's okay just take whatever you need do whatever you need so and, and that's the best way to coach yeah. a mental block yes. is just love not mm-hmm. anger it, it's yeah. tough yeah it's hard but it's Unless, the best you have to understand yeah. um, and so we me and Mason went up uh, for tryouts and I actually went up to tryouts alone like me and my parents didn't go it was okay. yeah Mason as an because he's an adult you know yeah. and, and you're an adult and, now, and now you're yeah grown. yes <laughs> um, and um, we had re-choreography for worlds for warriors that year it was god that was such a good year y'all that was probably Thinking like a crazy back at spring it. from like january to <sighs> all the way through the worlds in may yeah it was really good <laughs> i'm glad we can bring this all back yeah like it was I'm so glad that we uh, nine was a great year like I it agree. was a life wait that's the year you graduated i high did school. i didn't know where this yes was <laughs> yeah so awesome. and then um we Stop the tryouts. We go to tryouts, and then I get there, and Kelly Dupree did my cheer. So we had already already knew what I was doing for my cheer. Had no clue what the other two skills were. Had no no clue what tryouts were. Okay. No gotcha. clue. When I got there, and they and then they're like, wear khakis, get yeah. a belt, mm-hmm. and a polo tucked yeah. in, mm-hmm. and now go do your tumbling. One hundred. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So the girls, they have to show up, and they have to wear a sat um a tennis skirt, yeah. sash, leotard, and bow. Lips, yeah. is there, hair. Is there a store for this? Like, we're we're like, if you show up and you're like, I don't own a leotard. Yeah, you go buy one. You go, yeah, you don't show yeah. up with that. You, one. you show but, up with one. Yeah, but there's a because you have to get invited for tryouts. So yeah. you've already went through. So you have to come to a tryout at the time you, you already come to a you tryout clinic. Okay, and then you got invited okay. to try out at after the tryout clinic. Okay. So you already, and then during the tryout clinic, they tell you what you need for tryouts. Okay. So you already kind of know what the image is, what you need to do, so you would come with with it. Like, I just yeah. really love that tradition of Kentucky tryouts. Yeah. yeah. Like, I just think that's a, a cool thing. Outside of what are those things, those big things that Texas schools do for homecoming yeah, outside of that that's probably the most southern thing like yeah, just say. like the the sash the mm-hmm. skirt like mm-hmm. the whole look yeah. the matching thing like a very like southern tradition thing mm-hmm. for some reason it stuck around yeah. yeah so tryouts obviously went well you yeah the team yeah it's great job. um thinking back to i guess the start of freshman year you know because we went to camp at the same time yeah, up yeah. in Wisconsin. Yeah. What was that like? Just like joining the tradition of Kentucky. Like, obviously you were excited. You knew it was the program for you. You were ready to go. Where are we at right now? Are we, where, where are we? Let's say it's like June, 2009. Um, June, 2009. Like you just graduated. You yeah. already made the team. Had some great things happen before that June. But, um. Yeah. How'd Worlds go? Oh, we got third. Okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you felt like you won because it, it was a week after I made Kentucky then I came back I learned the new choreography and got third at Worlds it was awesome beautiful I, I'm going to be completely honest and this is my experience and these are people that I love dearly to this day being that 
I cried a lot June 20, 2009. A lot of tears at our first practices. It was a lot. That's so um, relatable. It was... Freshman year is intense. Yeah. It's yes. a steep curve. Yeah. It, it was a lot. I can remember uh, me, Olivia, Lindsay, um, and then Rob and Ryan got pulled up during those that set of practices. Um, and we were the only new newbies on the team that mm-hmm. you know we all came in and then everyone up until this time Kentucky was a very seasoned team mm-hmm. meaning the guys were when it cheered somewhere else and now you know they're on their third group, year Rob was the only one yes yeah. yes um and and same thing with the girls like the girls weren't leaving like they were at the time and for two freshmen to come in and make it and not just mm-hmm. one it was just a very big not quote unquote turnover. It was just a lot of us on the team. Yeah. And when at the time, I don't, I can't remember if it's been changed or not. But there's only seven girls right. on a yes. co-ed, on is, co-ed team. So it's like, um, that's a tiny amount of people. Yes. At tryouts that year, it was seven and seven. That was called seven girls, seven boys. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, that was called at that tryouts. And um, so yeah, and I can remember our first set of practices. Everything outside of. The gym was amazing, the people, everything. But I can remember um, feeling like I will never be as good as anyone else around me. These were grown adults. Yeah, I would never. Like you said, seasoned. Yes, seasoned athletes. And the standard that they held us, they not once did they treat us like we didn't know what we were doing. Mm -hmm. And we didn't understand why. Yeah. Like we didn't understand why, but it was it was just a standard that they held to us, and we would leave and we would cry because we we're like, I stepped on this, I dropped this, I did this, I did. But they just treated us like one of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They treated us no different. Yeah. And um, so that first set of two a days um, of practicing in June, I cried a lot, a it's, lot of tears. It was intense. A lot of tears. Right, yeah. But we worked really hard, but a lot of tears. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Those those college practice weeks mm-hmm. weekends man they they can get you yeah a lot of tears yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of tears i didn't even know i cried like tears yeah at but least you probably didn't changed. get the nickname cry baby oh i didn't cry in front of anyone i yeah. tried not to but oh. tony nash is ruthless so oh. Oh. well <laughs> i guess i shouldn't have you, don't right. it's, uh, you want to suck those tears back in? Back You're like, in I'm right. not tearing up. He's like, You're gonna, you crying again? Cry, yeah. baby? Uh, no, sir. No, sir. <laughs> no, sir. You just called me crybaby. Right. <laughs> now I'm definitely going to start crying. <laughs> like, once you start, you can't stop. Right. Uh, I can't say. Thank you, Mr. Cried. Nash. Yeah. But you I didn't cry? I, I can't say I cried, but I definitely, like, those fir- that first week, I definitely felt like I was in over my head. Right. Because it was like, there were guys on the team that were like 25. Yeah. Like, yeah. there were guys on the team that were 275 pounds that were, like, <laughs> this wide. Yeah. And I came in at, like, 130 pounds. And mm-hmm. I was just like, hey, I can do a back tuck. Yeah. <laughs> I was on the diving team. I can do a back tuck. Hey. Yeah. And they're like, cool. Nobody else can. Because <laughs> these guys are huge. They, right. just, they just found them at the gym. Like, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I can definitely relate to that. Just, Wait, we have a connection. Because you cheer with Jeff Johnson. Yes. Okay, so... Is, which is one of my dearest friends now. Yeah. But when I tried out for Kentucky, I stayed at Jeff's house. Okay. Me and Mason bumped at Jeff's house. Nice. Okay. He, um... Because he had come the year before. Yeah, the year yeah. before from mm-hmm. Kansas. Him and, um... Adam? Adam, yes. Adam from oh, Kansas. Yes, and, Adam. But yeah, yeah, so, Adam but you cheered with Jeff, right? Yeah, I cheered with both of them, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Yeah. That is crazy. Small world. Yeah, I just thought of that. We have to bring that connection back up because it's in, the reason why I'm where I am right now is that between that connection. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. So remember that connection. Well, and like you're, like you're talking about, I remember hearing from Jeff when he had transferred, you know, he, he made Kentucky and we were excited for him and, and everything like that. And we were like, you know, how's it going? And he was like, this is intense. Right. He was like, he's like, I think I've only done libs mm-hmm. for the last four months. Yeah. He's like, because they want me to perfect it. Yep. And he's like, for some reason I can't get the grip the, right. right. Yeah. And, and you know, I'm just hearing that. And I'm like, you got to do the right grip. Right. Like, yeah. you want to be at Kentucky, you got to do it right every single time. Yes. Like, that, I think that reputation is mm-hmm. just well known that, like you said, that standard of you got to do it. You have to do it right. You have to work hard. Yeah. And if you're going to do it, you're going to do it right. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, because you're not going to get credit for just doing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyone can just do it. Thinking back to camp at Milwaukee, yes. Wisconsin, Thank outside you. of the no air conditioning, Yes. highlights, lowlights of being at that camp. Because it's not a camp anymore. And it's I not know, a camp. I know many people miss it. And it was the best. That is when the tears stopped. Okay. It was probably one of the my first camp was one of the best experiences of my life okay. mm-hmm. um, because it was the first time that I was, you know, being part of this program and I was with other cheerleaders now, you know, mm-hmm. not just fans. Yep. And for, you know, and it was the way that um, we interact with each other and now we're all adults and just, and, and not just like all the programs that were there, like it, there was just these big prestigious programs and not just competitive programs, like big collegiate Names Whoa. that you've heard yes, on the yes. see in the newspaper. Um, yeah. And just seeing us all out there. I mean, I re- my favorite part of the camp was the where we went down on the lake. The lakeside, yeah. Yeah, we did the, all the competitions and mm-hmm. the, uh, that was my favorite. That it was, was like favorite. basket class yeah. and then into um, Man Olympics. Yeah, Man Olympics, yeah. yeah. And yeah. then the girls would go dance. Do, do a dance uh, or something, yeah. Yeah, it was always you so, so You yeah. have so many pictures. That, from the from lake. that. <laughs> yes, from the lake. Oh, yeah, it was like, we're going to the lake, make sure your camera's charged. Yeah. And yes, we had to charge our cameras. At, they at were this, not in our phone. Yes. Yes, yeah. yes. But when you and I Wait, first did they even have iPhones then? No. I think they'd just come out. I don't um, think so. I don't think so. You had that. Kick. You right. had yeah. the sidekick. And I had the. I remember having a Blackberry. I had a Blackberry. I had a Blackberry. When yeah. Scott and I met, he had this sidekick. I yeah, remember it was orange. Oh, seven. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it just was, everyone didn't have it. Yeah, it wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't yeah, synonymous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, I mean, synonymous. We didn't, we didn't have it synonymous. His brain is so big. Synonymous. How did they just come up synonymous? His head. <laughs> yeah. So camp. So yeah. Yeah. And I loved. Um, one of my favorite things, and to this day, was the circle, uh, Kentucky's circle at stunt class. Yes. I thought that was, I was just so envious. the coolest. Oh, uh, you have no idea how cool it actually was from the outside. <laughs> so, I, I love that. So yeah. tell us a little bit about the stunt circle. Obviously, you're fangirling right now, but like, tell us a little bit about it. This isn't the stunt circle. That's why I want to okay. know. Yeah. So we, you know, it's stunt class because... Yeah. Before, this is why our practices up to this point was so hard, because we did every single stunt imagine from pull up torch, toss torch, toss this, no, all of this. And two counts. And two counts. Every single stunt 
was to account. Sure. And that is why practices were so hard. Yeah. Well, I didn't realize it at the time, right? Because I'm a freshman. I've never been to camp. Yeah. I'm coming in. I don't know why we're doing this. <laughs> mm-hmm. And we're not in the circle at this point. We're in straight lines. And yeah. no one's telling you. No one's yes. like, hey, this is why we're doing this. Yes. Like, you're, they're, you're, you're just expected to do it. Yeah. And they're telling us about grits and stepping and don't move and don't step. And so the time, also, it was in the lines that's training for taping yeah yeah well again mm-hmm. something i didn't know about yeah exactly so <laughs> yeah. it's just like that's how aligned jomo yes. had you guys yes. from day one in yes. june to the All focus the is, yeah. is gonna be success and it was so then we get to camp now and as we learn just like at any uca camp or summer camp we go they teach you a set of skills mm-hmm. and then you go and you practice them right well we got in this big circle, and at the time, I think it was 10 couples, 10 couples in a circle, and everything was to account because we've already done everything they told us to do. So it was literally one, three, shrug, five, grab, seven, one, three, hit those steps. And every other and team around them is like one-offs or two groups that are center spotting yes. each other and like... People are hitting the ground like a normal stunt <laughs> class. Like people are going through the motions. Like of a normal yes. stunt class. Yeah. And you know, and Kentucky's just flex. Yeah. And at this point, I haven't. We've all we've been practicing in a line, right? So yeah. you haven't seen everyone. Uh-huh. So now you're seeing no one take steps. So now, even if I wanted to, I'm not taking a step. No. Nope. Because I can see now what everyone else looks like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. at that point, it was just like, and then when you look around and everyone's looking at you, it's it's just it was a moment of like. This is why they did. This is why I went through the whole circle. Yeah, yeah. The last mm-hmm. two months, and this is why. And even the girls, I remember us talking about it, and we we're like, well, "I'm glad we did. I'm glad we were prepared." I remember us saying stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, and but the sun circle was just. I thought that was just a really cool moment for it's me. Iconic. It, just, it, was, it put, was very cool. Yeah, yeah. As cool as you felt, yeah. clearly it was way cooler <laughs> for everybody else yeah, cool. watching. Yeah. So that's awesome, and it's also just good to. To hear the 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 hard work you guys put in before camp, mm-hmm. a lot of teams are just like, okay, summer, summer, summer. Here's some challenges. Okay, we're going to camp. Right. I know our team hates us because we have work week leading up to camp mm-hmm. because we don't want them showing up at camp like. You want them raw. To enjoy raw. the time, right? You want, yeah. You want them to have a good experience. But I can't mm-hmm. tell you how many thank yous we get night one when mm-hmm. they're like. Wow. Okay, we were ready right. for camp, so that's just a good a reassurance. Reassurance yeah. on your night. Wait, what was your favorite part of camp? Outside of doing the cheer things, that dorm, how yeah. they had the two levels. Oh, yes, in the in the they had like their own little community. Yes, so yes. it was like it was these big tower dorms, but you'd go to the ninth floor and, and you was, get off the elevator and it had rooms all around, mm-hmm. but it had a little living room and then it had a spiral it was staircase. A yeah, it was like right in the middle. And then there were rooms above with that overlooked the balcony and they would group mm-hmm. cheer or cheer and dance in oh, those. Program, yeah. mm-hmm. And so it was just so awesome. Cause that's there was, so fun. Everyone was hanging out. It was mm-hmm. like our floor. And so that said, there was no AC in that door. It was no AC and in we that we were door. there the first week of August yeah. in yeah. Wisconsin. So it was just huge. And we took over Wisconsin. We took over that campus. Yeah. We, took, we took over that city. Yeah. It was we actually really cool. Yeah. We used both dorm towers. Mm-hmm. We used the soccer fields, the grass fields, yeah. the gym. Yeah, and then everything. We'd, and then we'd bus over to the lake. Mm-hmm. We'd, we'd ruin a whole bunch of people's right. evening. Because <laughs> we'd take up the, the whole, whole like grass field. We'd bring speakers and mm-hmm. stages. and yeah, so It was a great camp. Now they have it at Chula. That's also a great camp. Mm-hmm. but It's just not it, Milwaukee. It doesn't yeah. have to Milwaukee. Because, like... 
you were older, you got to go out right. around the yeah. town. Yeah, it was that was fun. Yeah, this is a college town, yeah. so yeah. you're a college kid. So that was that was good. Um, but doing stuff at camp, I think the stunt competition was my favorite. Like, oh, I did. I got to perform. I got to do a stunt in it yeah. once, and that was just so awesome. Yeah. But just <laughs> the three years prior, when I got to watch it all, yeah. the the intensity that each class has yes. to fight each other, right. and then the staff going crazy with the shirts mm -hmm. and the palms and then being crude oh, with the signs. Right. Glorious. Yeah. Just glorious. I'm, oh, I'm pretty camp. sure... It was great. Yeah. Probably all of that's not allowed anymore. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> pretty sure. <laughs> yeah, that, that was probably my favorite part of... And I did the Dells. I was, still at the, I was still there when we moved it to the Dells. So I okay. did both. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. But I still I, love Milwaukee. I only went to the Dells when I was working for Varsity, so I got to go the first year. We got to fly on the Varsity plane to check oh, it out. We got to ride on Tier Force One. Yeah. So, yeah. We don't tell a lot of people that, because I'm, I'm like almost like embarrassed, but also like, we got to be on Tier Yeah, we were like, oh, we're, I think we're going to, I was telling Celie this, and I was like, I think we're going to drive up and see our friends at the Missouri State Camp Our teams this were weekend. there. Yeah, both yeah. our teams were there. And he was like, well, I was going to swing by this weekend too. You guys want to come with me? And I was like... Like you're driving, he's like, "Oh, I'm That's taking, I'm taking the plane <laughs> up to Wisconsin. I got to do a sight check at the Dells, yeah. and then we're gonna come back down to Missouri State. And yeah, you guys can come with. Like, me. Why not? He's like, just meet at the on Saturday at uh, eight a.m. at the this little airport. It was little, so casual, and yeah. I was like, "What do we wear? What are we doing? <laughs> a sight check? Like, do I need to wear a dress? Like, what the? So casual." Yeah. I actually forgot that we did that with Bill. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Wow. And, and Mackenzie, his daughter, she came. And Mackenzie. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Those planes go so fast. We left I Memphis at eight a.m. Went to Wisconsin to the Dells. Like landed fifteen minutes away. Yeah. They picked us up. We did the site inspection. Had lunch. We flew to Missouri. We went to the camp for two hours. Had got, dinner. Had and then flew to Memphis. Oh. And we were home by seven. Wow. It's awesome. Like, uh, but yeah, the huh. Dells just great location. Mm -hmm. Um, also a cool town. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. The, the Chula location yeah, making it a little further. Does, you can't like yeah. go walk and, you know. That's a great lunch. Um, yeah. It's a great lunch. This is great. It's a great day. <laughs> it was. It's a really nice lunch. Yeah. So, kind of going further into your Kentucky career, obviously yes. camp was great. Football is always fun on the bluegrass. Basketball is just amazing. Life-changing. Yeah. Legendary. Life Duke, North Carolina. Mm -hmm. Kentucky, Kansas, That's just, yeah, the, those buildings, the people that fill mm -hmm. them, it's just pure magic. 100%. Like, Something about all of those big um, arenas you're speaking of, though, like, those places, you, you were, like, life-changing, yeah. absolutely life-changing, especially cheering those games, you were, like, wow, greatest experience of your lives. Um, those places, <laughs> yes. We had a picture just like that, too. Yeah. Yes, you do, because it was like your cover yeah. photo for like a really long yeah. time. Um, but those places are not only super iconic while they're filled with people, but like they're also like almost kind of haunting when you step into them empty. Hallowed grounds. Yes, yes. It's awesome. Yes. It's so awesome. And like being an athlete there, you do get to walk into those yeah. places when it's yes. quiet yes. and it's empty. The lights haven't been turned on and you just get to soak in it. Yeah. The, you can feel it. All the, the energy. Glory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just all of it. What was your favorite game that you cheered? I'm sure game day came. Freshman year or? Throughout your time in Kentucky. Um, like I'm sure oh. there was one home game or one travel game because I know you guys traveled just like we did to like NCAA postseason. It would definitely be 
the tournament, the basketball tournament. We Definitely. went to uh, New Orleans. Was that twelve? Yep, that was twelve. Is that when we won? That was when you won. And we won NCAA. Cause, cause and we um, I drove there because it was on my birthday. Uh-oh. And you guys played Kansas. And yeah, lost, and it was the saddest birthday. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's in his stands for that. Yeah. Because I was like, it's just down there. My friends are cheering. I'm yeah. gonna go sleep on their floor. Yeah. Like I only have to buy a ticket. Yeah. So I was like, I'm going. That game. Um. No, we played Louisville that year. Did we be, beat Louisville before you guys? I think you may. Yeah, have we in Louisville the, in was the, the final four. Yeah, yeah, and then you. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, that was oh, it was amazing. Yeah, like that. Just that whole like March Madness, two thousand eight when yeah. we won yeah. in San Antonio, and, and it was. Oh. So you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, you, that the feeling. streamers. Yes, one shining moment, and, and you feel like. I mean, you're, I was a part of that team. You're I was one hundred percent a part of that. Did you guys team. go to the the team hotel and hang out? Oh afterwards? yes, I was. Yes, exactly. I was, I was a part. We were embedded in that team. Yes. Um, but yeah, that was that uh, March Madness was crazy. So you're at Kentucky, yeah. loving life, cheering games, cheering. Um, I guess football, basketball, volleyball, all the things. Yeah. like Colleges, obviously, competition at Kentucky is the long-term focus it's the end game did you guys win all four years that you were there we did not and i was there fifth year because we did it okay so that was it was so was it your senior year and that was motivation for one hundred percent. okay yeah, yeah, yeah. all right i didn't make matt my first year so yeah. i saved for a fifth so i got yeah, my four yeah. years on matt. Yeah. yeah okay so you still got another year of eligibility you can do which it. which year back. was your favorite to win I guess which routine to perform. I guess oh, I shouldn't say the winning oh, side of it because okay. you don't have a say in the score. Yeah, 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 yeah. Doing the skills and doing the routine. With them. If you would have asked me that before that fifth year, I would have said um, my first time. Okay. My first um, so twenty ten nationals. Yeah, twenty okay. ten nationals was. I just I didn't understand it. Um, now looking back, um, there was no doubt in my mind that we were not hitting. Okay, yeah. you guys were. It was, that was my yeah, last year. Yeah, on the it, it, there. there wasn't a doubt, um, and it was it was that feeling of because that was you know my first time in my athletic career where I truly um, felt one hundred percent prepared. Yeah, okay. like there is there is like it is we are doing nothing different than what we normally do. Yeah, just let's do it again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the guys, you guys again, have so you guys always had so many reps. Yeah. Before and then the season side of it yes. helps. Um, yeah, so and much. we, I mean, we believe in reps. I mean, that is how they coach. That is what they coach. Numbers game. I mean, I, I say I preach it to today. If someone's going to do 10 reps, I'm doing 100. Yes. I'm doing 10 times more. I'm going to have 10 times more, you know, chance, a yeah, better if, chance. If you hit them 7 yeah. out of 10, well, guess yeah. what? I'm going to hit them 75 yeah. out of 100, right. and my average is going to be better. 100%. Yes, reps exactly. Reps. reps. Yeah. So yeah. that's how we um, coach as well. Yeah, we catch a lot of. Cr- but um, 2014 was I came back from my Achilles surgery when I tore my Achilles. Um, okay. At tryouts. Okay. So it was and it was a big tryout too because this was a big turnover year. Because mm-hmm. um, 2013 it was the year that we lost. It was a very um, uh, people were, were making decisions yes, based on uh, feelings. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. And uh, that was the year that that was the first. Or second year that um, a lot of us decided we were going to do a fifth year. Like everyone was leaving. The girls, the girls left. Only the guys stayed. Mm-hmm. We're like, um, and uh, I was like, okay, we're trying out. I'm going to try. It. I'm going to try out. Whatever. And Jomo wanted me to try out. I wanted personally. I wanted to be 
a coach. I wanted to be a student coach and I wanted to, you know, finish out my degree and coach a year or whatever. Joe was like, now you're on the team. I said, all right, I'm trying out. like, I need your year. Yeah. So <laughs> at, um, at that tryout, everyone was like, whip punch full, all of this. I was like, okay, I guess I'll do it too, whatever. So um, the night before tryouts, we were warming up um, in um, at the gym or whatever. And I was doing a, a bounding skill yeah. popped. Ooh. The night before tryouts. Then I do the classic roll up. Oh yeah, it was Ooh. up. It, it was up here. I finished the skilt, leaning on one leg. Okay, all right, all um, right. I see. And <laughs> but then I remember wow. the only thing in my mind were all of those girls that the night before their first Kentucky tryout. You were doing their because this is Whitney Ag. This mm. is Megan Glisson. All I can remember is like looking at those girls like, I hope I didn't mess up, knowing that they're you know we're gonna do well, but I just could. I was just remembered talking about their experience because mm. now they're not going to have the child experience I had my freshman year. Yeah. So that was your that was your motivation and fire going yes. in later in the season. So I rehabbed and everything. Oh, I rehabbed like no other. If they told me to do a hundred uh, like half raises, I did a thousand. Yeah. So just the rehabbing and everything, and then coming back that year and being on the other side. So I ended up actually like kind of coaching quote throughout unquote. that summer. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. I was just sitting there watching, you know. Um, Jumpers probably. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I was like, uh, you planned it. Yeah, right. <laughs> so and then I came back like right, um, right before national season, um, right. and uh, and it was so it was game like on re- redemption. It like. was full force. It was. I was a big turnover at Kentucky at the time, like a big just program turnover. Mm-hmm. A lot of seniors just graduated, happens, just, yeah. and um, a lot of we got a lot of new fresh talent. And I think coming back um, and cheering that year, developing that routine, the way the routine was developed, the attitude towards the process. Mm-hmm. But it was um, we just just dove so deep mentally to a level that um, I felt the performance just was one of the best Kentucky performances in, I think, ever. Yeah. Because of the connection of the routine with the athletes and the process that was yeah. put in that year. It was a special year. That's beautiful. And I, I think during those years, too, uh, my years at Kentucky, our routine style changed. Um, they were We were still Kentucky, but we were a little bit faster a little bit quicker. We didn't run as much. Our transitions were made sense. They had purpose. Um, it wasn't just moving from skill to skill. We really tried to be innovative <laughs> and blending, you know, mm-hmm. sections, tumbling runs into this and that. And that was the, you know, the year we, 14 was the year the girls did the pikes and we really were in it. We, oh, we just, that was so It was just cool. such an innovative year. And I felt like it, at we, all of that work up to that point, we just were the pace and the speed and everything. Um, it was just, it was just it was amazing. It was How much great. input did you get in your own college routine? We developed our own yeah, routines, own and that That's is beautiful. Team, yeah. And I think that is one of the reasons why the connection with the routine is so beautiful. Of course, Jomo had the final say. Yeah, and you know he had his ideas and his purpose and his process mm-hmm. that we didn't question. He so like, yeah. please give me skills for the template. Yeah, the structure. Yeah, the outer structure. That, there. but like it was very much. Um, that's why 13 was a hard one for me, but uh, for it, it was very much we developed um, our routines and the connections and how they flow. And he and he was very, you know, he allowed us that uh, ownership 
Yeah, I was going to say, when, when you're some of the best athletes in the country and you come all together to one university and then you get to kind of, oh, that's just a very special thing. Yeah, I, I would really say uh, 2011 and 12 with Rob, um, being able, me and Rob, we were just, uh, we balance yin and yang. We like really balance each other when it came to like creativity. Mm-hmm. Um, so those, through those years, it was a lot of like, we would be like, can we do this? Can we try this? At that point, were you thinking choreography was the move career-wise after? No, I was still, um, I went to, my, I first went to school for interior design, um, which I still love, and I was a horrible student, so I could not handle that, um, that uh, schedule of like studio uh, time and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was the design, the design side, side of <laughs> interior design, which is what a lot of people don't realize that is, you know, almost an architect, but you know, interior. So just studio uh, hours and all of that. And so I moved on to fashion merchandising, and that's where I finished my degree with. And I thought, again, I was going to New York. Okay. I thought I was nice. moving. Like, We're going plan. back to New York. Yes, I'm going back to New York. I yes. am working in fashion. I, this is what I'm going to do. Oh, like, done wearing blue. Yes. <laughs> I am done. Like, I am going to work in fashion. Um, even though choreography paid my way all the way through college. It was mm-hmm. my career through college. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I thought I was going to go. I literally thought I was going to be a buyer, an international buyer from the Macy's or something. I thought fashion that houses, I totally. was going to be working uh, in fashion. Gotcha. Wow. Yeah. So what, I guess, what flipped the switch when you were done? Like, was it um, a person or an opportunity or was it just um, timing's sake? It was, oh God, I guess that's a, it was, it's a hard question to answer without telling the story of how I but, got there. By all means. If that makes sense. Um, so out of high school, I started doing choreography in high school. Yeah. Um, I would do the home poems of all of the schools in in our area. So nice. I literally in high school, I was getting these checks to do choreography. Um, and um, so I remember my senior UCA camp, I was at camp as a camper, mm-hmm. going around to high schools, counting five, six, and the UCA staff's like, who is this guy? Like, oh, what are goodness. you doing? But it, I did like you had already worked with them. Yes, so I did like right. seven home like homes. Being annoying yeah. at camp, like you, those were your customers. Yes, they're, <laughs> as a kid, I'm 17, 18 years old right now doing choreography. So, and that's the beauty of choreography and right. cheerleading is like it's referral based. One hundred percent. You get one, they say, oh. You Talk do. to Blake. Yes. See if he has any availability. One hundred percent. And back then, I was like, "This is a lot of money," you know. I'm, oh my gosh. So um, then, um, bringing it back to you. Mm-hmm. So Jeff Johnson yeah. was working for a guy named Ryan Meg at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, he owned a company called Point and Center. Okay. And me and Ryan are dear friends right to this day. He's a dear friend of mine. Mm-hmm. So. Jeff, right after I made Kentucky, I was like, I really want to do, I don't have summer plans, like, um, I want to do choreography. He's like, well, I work for this company, Point and Center, I'll tell Ryan, you're awesome, you can do it, blah, blah, blah. So, I made Kentucky on that Sunday. The beautiful 2009 spring. This is spring of 2009. (laughs) Yes. I made Kentucky on that Sunday night, that Monday, Jeff Johnson calls Ryan Meggs. Ryan Meg hires me on the spot. If Jeff says yes, you're coming. So I go back home. I have Worlds. Mm-hmm. Um, two more weeks of school, and then I graduate. 
Ryan got all my paperwork to work for Ryan Meg, skipped my senior cruise that my parents paid for, did not go to a graduation night, did not go to one graduation party, didn't do anything. I literally left graduation night, drove to Atlanta, and I got on a flight the next morning. I actually missed my flight. It was the first flight I've ever missed and the first time I've ever flown alone to go to staff training with uh, Ryan Meg. Mm-hmm. And that summer... I worked for Point and Center, and that's when I worked with the programs of Crimson Heat, Fire and Ice, and some other programs that I still work to like with. Illinois programs, right? Uh, no, this is Crimson Heat out of D.C. Okay, out of D.C., and, right. Yes, and uh, Fire and Ice is out of Pittsburgh. Okay. Oh, so okay. I followed Ryan May. So you were kind of like traveling. With him as his assistant, thing. and okay. me and Sanswan at the time, we were just bouncing around doing all this choreography, following them, working for a choreography company. Mm-hmm. Had no clue but developing all these skills whatnot the next year um ryan sold his company and there's some legal issues that happened so now all of a sudden i'm a 19 year old kid and these all-star gems are calling me mm-hmm. to come do their choreography and i'm like okay how do i do this what do i do so i went and did it me and sanswan got up on the road that summer we went to we didn't know what we were doing at the time sure we just yeah. Going to you guys do your routine. Yes, yeah, going to do yeah. choreography. They mm-hmm. call us. They flew us in. They did this. What you know? A lot of missing paychecks that we didn't get, but that's okay. Uh, yeah. God bless them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but <laughs> oh, they're small gyms are prospering now, and they're paying right. now. Right. But um, yeah, and to this day, because of that, there's gyms that I've worked with now, 13, 13 years later. Um, 12 years later, There's, that are still my you, customers because of yeah. um, that. And so all the way through, I paid my, I literally um, gave my parents back their car as a gift for a time and bought my own car when I was in college. I paid for every bill I've done. I did choreography all the way through yeah, college. You, that worked, was, you worked through college. That yeah. was my mm-hmm. career. Was wow. I worked four, three months out of the year, went to school three months out of the and year. And you still were like, I'm going to do fashion. Yes. And I'm still, <laughs> I was convinced. Yeah. Convinced I'm doing fashion. Well, I got to take it back, take it back, take it back. So now this is 2010, fall of 2010. I get a call from Cherry Cooney and or an email from Cherry Cooney, um, you know, telling me about this V-Rock thing. And I'm like, what is this V-Rock thing? Like, yeah. V-Rock, what, what is this? And then that um, spring, I went to V-Rock training. Mm-hmm. And it was only, it was uh, Tony Nash. It was Craig, like only like six Craig Monty. Hank Lights, um, Josh McCurdy, Matt Godo, mm-hmm. Sherry Cooney. We were the six that were at that's that training. Varsity, remarkable beautiful. original choreography. Yeah, and there's people before that, you know, that, mm-hmm. you know the originals. But it, like, it, was, it was trying to get, they were trying to get some traction. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah and they asked that. me to do routines for them or whatever, and I was like, yeah, I love it. So I went to training. I had to redo the website. That's why. I oh right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah, did some routines, and that's when I was like, okay. So then I was doing my own stuff on the All Star side, you know, mm-hmm. building a brand over there at the time, just you know whatever. And then I was doing doing these high school routines on the V-Rock side. Yeah. Um, and then Jeff Siegel in Chicago, um, Camp Jeff, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Chicago, yeah. We most of the Kentucky cheerleaders were Camp Jeff mm-hmm. during the summers. And, oh, well, y'all know, he sends a lot of Kansas cheerleaders. Yeah, he's, 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 he's diehard. Yeah, 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 exactly. So, well, and then, for those that don't know, Illinois high school cheerleading is very, like, remote. It's yes. like an island. It, so it, 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 but having, their, having their own camps yes. and stuff is key to yeah. their own success. One hundred percent. See the value in that. Yes, yeah. and that's how that was the success success of uh, speed camps. Yes. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, 
yeah, so then I developed this little pocket of Illinois of these high school programs where I did JV, varsity, um, and freshman team. I did their everything from program their, wide. Yeah. yeah, creative director from their homecoming routines to their okay. pep so rally routines to their state. Yes, and it was, and I would do all routines for like three programs. So, so I'm doing that. So I'm have you know the V Rock stuff, my All Star stuff, and. Um, Camp Jeff. Camp Jeff. Um, it's the customer suit, Camp Jeff, not Camp Jeff. Just mm. want to make that clear. Love you, Jeff Siegel. So, uh, yeah. So then that year is when they asked me, um, B-Rock asked me to go full-time. Okay. And that's when I got that offer the fall of uh, 19, or, or sorry, 14. And that's when I was like, yeah, let's do it. Like, And that's when I was like, okay, this is my full-time job yeah so my <laughs> actually my last semester of college i was working full-time because okay. i was finishing up working full-time mm-hmm. um and then um also now all of my friends that are now graduated that year with kentucky are now coaching at all-star programs doing their programs so now like Allie and jeremy are asking me to come down and do gyms of champions mm-hmm. rob is coaching play. at world cup so now i got the, my foot into world cup totally. and then now i had friends that were um at uh stingray so i was going so it's like i was slowly like starting to build a career out of it just became it became a thing yeah fall of 14 or sorry fall of 13 it was like okay, I think this is my career. I'm not, even though I went to Fashion Week that year. Yeah. And I went to like little calls that they had and I was like, I'm going to work, like all of that stuff that, um, Were you there screen. with Olivia Rink? Uh, no, no. Liv at this point was uh, still in Lexington. Okay. She was doing okay. wedding shop. She was actually, yeah, she was in Lexington and then oh. she was in Utah. Okay. Cool. Um, uh, but we're, but Liv, speaking of Liv, Sorry, can I get off topic? Yeah. So we we were both fashion majors. Mm-hmm. So, okay. So we went to school. We are so close because we literally went to class all together classes, yeah. our entire college career. Yeah. And I was late for all of them, and she was a goody two-shoes. Of course. And of course. <laughs> her projects were always displayed. But anyway, so. You weren't annoyed at all. <laughs> but then I got behind a couple semesters. I got behind a semester. And, and so. to be fair, she works in fashion. She does. Yes, yes, she does. She yes. rocks it. Yes, so like, she's amazing. Her yes. two shoe side paid off. And it, wasn't, it wasn't a lack of effort from Blake. No, was, she was just she amazing. Was, yes. Um, she Essentially, just, she was on time and you just weren't. 100%. <laughs> and I was just always on point, you know. Yes, yes. Just, absolutely. Just absolutely. So, where am I at right now? You're talking start of your career. So yes. you knew senior year choreography was the, the it, job. Yes. The move, even though fashion was the focus. Yes. And everything just kind of fell into place mm-hmm. to where now uh, Kevin and I, uh, my longtime partner at the time. Um, yeah, because you guys met in college. Yeah, we, yeah, we, did, we did it all the way through college. Okay. Yeah, he was on the equestrian team. Yeah. yeah, and all he knew for me is me being gone for the summer, right? So sure. That, it, yeah. Like, that's all he knew. Like, oh, I leave and go do cheerleading for three months right. and then come back and I... I'm with him doing cheerleading more in Lexington. So um, we decided we wanted to move it to Chicago. Yeah. Well, he got a job in Chicago. Now, because of my connections with Camp Jeff and all of those programs, now I have these contracts with these programs where I'm going up and I'm doing all of their things. So when I'm not on the road, I'm now working with all these Chicago teams. So you teams. have like a local and, gig yeah. and everything. And then I'm also, I'm now on the road full-time with, you know, V-Rock during high school routines. And then, um, you know, built in there was, um, you know, some of my all-star work. And now it's, from there, it kind of took off and became my career now. But that's, that's awesome. it was all very organic. It was nothing yeah. was ever 
force. It mm-hmm. wasn't a force thing. I wasn't something I was seeking out. Mm-hmm. It was, I felt, if you're religious, I felt like it was a calling and this was my gift that I was giving. And, um, and it was for me to share. And isn't it funny you didn't see it for so long? No. It, it, it wasn't something that I thought that it was going to be And it's right. interesting, too. Yeah. You weren't trying to run from it. You weren't yeah. like, I, yeah. it's not like you moved to New York and you were like, we're trying to do fashion and cheerleading kept pulling you away. You were just like, yeah, I'm going to do cheerleading. Because you've always loved cheerleading. Yeah, just kind of. That's and, such a cool story. And, and, and I just felt like I. Um, and, and you're so good at it. My, my, so good. You're so I, damn I, good I at it. I appreciate that. Yeah. You really and, are. Um, but the, one of my biggest reasons of, like, I had a, a, an experience with a choreographer and I did, really didn't like it when I was an athlete. Mm-hmm. And then also the way, like, athletes are scared of, chore- scared of choreography. And I always wanted, like, my experience to be a life-changing experience for the athlete. So, mm-hmm. like, if I can help build a culture, if I can help, you know, I want it. Choreography for me was a time for me to be able to be a coach and instill things because I wasn't coaching at the time. Yeah. Instill, you know, things to the athletes and like, um, so, and I wanted to give them the experience. Yeah. Someone might be a better choreographer, someone might be more creative, mm-hmm. more innovative, but they will never give the experience. Mm-hmm. Or this team's not even that talented yes. to where they're going to be yes. super elite, but you're going to give The experience that, that I'm going to give you yeah. will leave feeling like you're. Like you're gonna best, go win. Like you're the best yeah. team in the world. Yeah, you know. Like um, I so, know that's how you made our kids yeah, feel. Because when I was in Memphis and I was coaching at Briarcrest, mm-hmm. um, we had Josh that first year, and he got super busy, and so um, he was like. Yeah, Blake came and like did your guys' dance and he absolutely loved your kids, so he'll come back and do your, mm-hmm. you know, more choreography or whatever. And I was like, Oh my gosh, wonderful. They had never felt more valued mm-hmm. as as people and as cheerleaders as when they worked oh. with you. And we had a bunch of different we lived in Memphis, we had a bunch of different people in and out of practice helping with things and um I will never forget the impression you put on them and then also as me as a coach. Because I think as coaches you can just get very much in this like tunnel vision of like yell, 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 do, do, do mm-hmm. and then you can get very lost in um the processes yeah Yeah. and am i giving these kids um the value that they deserve just skill development and that is that's the only value because you're just looking at skill development only yes you You have to remember it's such a full package but i'm with you there on like kids shouldn't be afraid of the choreographer like a choreographer may be intense they might push you but like they want to build you a great routine. 100%. Like, they want, sure, they want you to be quiet while they're talking, but yeah. like, yeah, the the fear has always just been funny to me because like, Leighton was our choreographer. Yeah. A bunch of people were like, oh, Leighton's so scary, and I was like, isn't he here to help us? Right. Like, he's flying yeah. from Florida. Right. And we're paying him. Right. Like, and you guys are afraid of him. <laughs> right. Like, sure, he came and he was telling us where to go, and you know, Leighton's brain moves oh. way faster than his mouth. Yes, so 100%. You, you know, not you, you. Go over here, yeah. go over here, go on Six, five. Seven, eight. What am I doing? Yeah. Go over there and do it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I get yeah. the intimidation, but it's like, no, like, that person. It's your choreographer yes. wants to help you and like uplift you and get you to your goals. Yeah, and 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 it's just like any other form of art. Like you can't do it in a negative space yes. or any yeah. type of learning. Oh, so we're so we're sitting well. here. Yeah, we're developing you. This is your blueprint. Mm-hmm. So how 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 are we going to develop an effective blueprint yeah. if you're not so in a, a positive mind yeah. or in a mind of a state of learning? Yeah. yeah. 
you know? Um, so I think that's just important to make sure. I think that's, I'm sorry to cut you off. I think that is what you just said, though, is a great reflection of how you live your life, but also how you do choreography because <laughs> you are just a positive force. Like Lauren mentioned, you're always putting dances up on TikTok because you just love to dance. You love the art of dancing, of moving your body, being a, a creator with it. So um, I guess, and obviously you're the mo one of the most positive people I know, and I love you for that. Mm -hmm. But I guess where do you get the your internal positivity that just shines that you because you radiate it? Yeah, like you, like Can I turn my phone off. So yeah, you. Um, I can be completely open and honest, right? Yeah. Um, I developed um, being uh, the youngest of four boys, you know, Southern family, uh, black family, deep South Alabama. Um, I think, um, being a cheerleader, knowing that I was different my entire life, um, knowing, um, not being able to read very well. I had a learning disability growing up, learned sight reading, not phonics. That's why I put my pronunciation of things are, you know, sometimes wrong. And I think, um, during those, that time, Everyone where I was from in my community, I was just Blake Johnson. Mm -hmm. So Blake Johnson was this guy that was just like positive, this, that, whatnot. And then, you know, like, you know, deep inside, I was just like, you know, I'm different, I'm different, I'm different. But then Blake Johnson was able to be 100% himself. You're often. And no stuff. one cared that I was different. So then I truly bought into Blake Johnson. And because... You know, when people would ask, all oh, oh, he's a cheerleader. I was like, no, that's Blake Johnson. Like, it was never that label that mm -hmm. everyone, because all these guys I played football with my entire life, they kind of, like, gave me that, like, respect. Yeah. Because they knew what type of athlete I was. Yeah. yeah. So they were like, no, that's Blake Johnson. So it was like, sports Blake Johnson. Great like, leveler. 100%. Always. I, I think sports and music. Yes. Yeah. Put, air, put, put the world on there, you know. Yes, on the exactly. Yeah. But, um, so I think that is something that that just positive energy is just when I when I became that person or I bought into being that person no one cared about anything else about me mm -hmm. yeah. because the way I made them feel nothing else really mattered mm -hmm. and um and I think that is where and my, my parents are happy people they're givers sounds like they're super supportive yes. of like all uh, of you and your brothers yeah. like one hundred percent god fearing and everything and just yeah. it's just, it's uh uh and i and that's all i saw like again yeah. you know they're just givers mm. and you know who wants to sit around and be miserable exactly yeah. Yeah. like why, why would we want to do that mm -hmm. and yeah. um and i truly love what i do yeah i 100 percent truly love what i do and um it's all about, in my mind, it's all about being effective. And you have to be effective. You have to have a certain mindset to be effective. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Totally. Oh, that's beautiful. I love that you're your authentic self. Yeah, me yeah. too. That phrase, though, sticks with me because the company that I started working for in November, mm -hmm. a tech startup, um, you know, we're going through the cheer season and they knew I was a cheer coach, you know, part-time and they love that because they want employees to be involved in the community and stuff. And so I think I had was talking to one of the HR gals about lining stuff up like PTO and like taking time off and I was like taking it off for cheerleading you know like yeah. that's, that's what I do for vacation like right. I don't know what everybody else does but like when I use my days I'm off yeah. yeah um and she was like and we don't go on vacation and she, was, she, <laughs> just, she goes cheerleading she just was like 
that's fine. Yeah. She's like, I love that. And I was like, what? Like, here, you love that I'm missing work? And she's like, yeah, that's why we hired you. We want you to be your authentic self. Love and and yeah. I was like, and at first I was like, oh, okay, you're the head of HR. Like, you I should appreciate say that, that yeah. statement. Yeah. But then this week, now that it's Pride Month, our CEO, who's 28, mm-hmm. sent us wow. a, an incredible message right. just about we want diversity, we want everyone's opinion, everyone's opinion is welcome at the table because right. when everyone can bring their authentic self mm-hmm. to the workplace, we all are successful we're all at our best we're all our most creative and I just like I showed it to Lauren and I was like I love this job like I know some days I'm like grunting and groaning about it but like you can't hate this because that's like that you know, and he like, he Makes texted it. It was like in like the group Slack. It's not like he wrote an email yeah. and had the comms team yeah. check it. Like, and right. it was like, okay, you wrote this. Like you care. Yeah. So, um, yeah, being your authentic self truly is yeah. special. You mm-hmm. know, it's, in, it's a big in piece of being happy. Positivity. Yeah. yeah. And it changes the aura. It changes. It changes everyone around you. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. absolutely I'm sure you feel as if you've never worked a day in your life due to a lot of it. Yeah. But I feel like I worked a lot, though. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. That is totally fair. Uh, I'm those tired. Those long flights yeah. sometimes. Right. <laughs> and I sleep on flights. Now, when I, even when I get on a flight, I can't even take off without falling asleep. Because that is what my body says. You're resting. This is when no, you're going to rest. Uh, are you a table nope. sleeper? You're yeah, one aisle? Are you just straight back? Okay. So you're yeah. a beautiful sleeper. I can sleep anywhere. I'm jealous. Yeah. He cannot. He cannot. Uh, uh, you mentioned, like your career with choreography yeah. and everything wasn't necessarily like you weren't like applying for jobs yeah. and like doing anything like that so i'm guessing the opportunity with usa cheer came about the same way due yeah. to your experience with ali with tony yeah. with some of those brilliant minds of right. cheerleading and obviously you're one of those people so of course they brought you along yeah. for the awesome journey so I guess of the uh, how how many years have you been doing USA? Is it um, like two, four or five now? Thousand sixteen. Yeah. Okay. Oh, so the best year. Two thousand sixteen with the fake ending. <laughs> yes, from two thousand sixteen. Iconic. Yeah. We'll never forget it. You posted it on TikTok. Yeah. Like a while ago, <laughs> not that long ago, but yeah. when it re popped up, I was like, I had chills. Yeah. From that routine. Yeah. So I've been with USA here. Since so six years, gotcha. Um, was it just such a bummer with for this past year? Because you guys did try out. Yeah, yeah. And then it was like the world shut down a month yeah. later. Um, and um, I'm you know um, now um, I'm one of the directors of the USA Junior program. Mm, so yeah, that's yeah. one of my roles that I kind of came Which along with. Recently, has been an Illinois team. Yes, on the been, side, yes. So, yeah. yeah. Um, so, and I was just getting done with the, the junior all girl and co-ed routines those weekends. I was actually in Chicago when the world shut down, finishing up junior co-ed and we actually had them go full out one time just so they can say they did the routine just, just in case worlds didn't happen. It was on that Sunday that everything like shut down, like, or Chicago shut down. Um, but yeah, so it was a bummer last year. Yeah. Yeah. We, it, uh, my, okay, another connection of cheerleading in yeah. COVID. So, um, we were, I do choreography with my best friend David Lingling in mm-hmm. New Zealand. Um, and we go in January to New Zealand. So, this year, that in 2020, mm-hmm. this um, 
you know, January 2020, we would go to New Zealand to do choreography and we work with our programs. And then after that, um, the host that we go to, uh, go uh, to work for New Zealand, she's from Tonga. Okay. So we go to the Kingdom of Tonga. So while we're in New Zealand, they're talking about, in January, they're talking about COVID-19 or this virus. Because all of the, that time it, in January is summer in New Zealand. So all of the kids, it's end of summer. Um, so they're getting the, to go back to school. Yes, so everyone that went to um, China for uh, like study abroad, oh, yeah. to study abroad, they weren't letting them back into the country unless oh, they quarantined wow. and all of these things. We're like, what are y'all talking about? Yeah. This is January. And then Crazy. we go to the kingdom of Tonga. As we get off the plane, these people have on white suits, like the, what do they call them? Yes. And they ask if you, if you're traveling from China, come over here. If you're coming from New Zealand or Australia, come over here. We're like, what are they talking about? Still not understanding. We also had these misters as we got off the plane. Wow. So they didn't know they were sanitizing us, but there was these these misters when we got off the plane. Also, this is January, January, 2020. But, and it's interesting still, like they were going through all these procedures, but like they were separating people that were all on the same yeah, plane. But right. it was like because no, no one knew, you know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, nobody knew. Yeah. Wow. And then we come back to and America. Just watch leave it unfold. A normal life, because we're like, what are they talking about over there, right? I didn't even tell anyone. I remember me and David, we didn't even talk about it. Because it was just like whatever. Until it became a thing, and we're like, You remember? He was like, Yes. That was like, crazy. Imagine if we would have like started talking about it like right when we got back. Mm. Wild, wild you know, story. COVID did a lot of damage. Yeah, it did. But the it did. Uh, this this year of cheerleading, like we saw this week at right. camp, is just going to be so magical. Just everyone is so glad to be back and one hundred percent focused. It is like just laser. Oh, yeah, it's awesome. I, th- I do think camp this year, and maybe because it was like the perfect size, the perfect amount of teams, like. Mm-hmm love the like everything was just so good but i'm like i think we're just extra thankful because we never thought it would get taken away 100 percent. because i know that we have um left camp sometimes and we're like this is terrible this is annoying i would this could be better this could be that and then to have all of it taken away not just a month not just two months like so much taken away for us to just like go back like man were we happy it felt great it felt really great so i hope this whole season for everyone just feels good to be back and we can be re-grateful again Mm -hmm. um because man did we not know it was going to be taken away in the heartbeat yeah Yeah, that's so true um would you like to do your tiktok questions i do just like yeah okay so you're big into choreography you're obviously amazing at choreography and then we come out of this well we go into this pandemic and everybody's like what's tiktok right so you started your tiktok that christmas before i believe i did so with me doing my research because i think you're phenomenal on tiktok and i will absolutely not post a video except for like Maybe like me reciting some bring it on words or something, but but her drafts, yeah, she'd be dancing. She has a lot of drafts, yeah, she'd be. I dancing. would love to go to that draft. <laughs> You're not touching my phone. <laughs> <laughs> but so with you starting your TikTok, then like right before the pandemic, I know during the pandemic you really like dove into your I mean, TikTok. We're all stuck at home. Yeah, we're yeah. Not doing it, yeah. So I kind of want to hear about your TikTok, and I kind of want to hear about like does watching TikTok inspire you for choreography yes. and like things like that. So like. Take the floor. Tell me everything. If you can connect with the kids, 
they buy in. Yes. They they will, and then the coach then will be like, all right, well, like, I got to bring it back, or I got to, you know, yeah. Like, yeah, so if you true. can buy in. So I like to say youthful and know all the trends and be, you know, popular amongst, you know, the Good for you, because Gen Z is scary. Aren't, aren't they? Yeah. I they, think they're very special, though. They are. They have a very special place in my heart, um, just because they're living in a different world, and I think it's really cool. Yeah. Um, but they, They've been in tech. Yes. They were born. It, it, it is, it's so cool, into right? Into technology, like, yeah. Oh, we do love that. And who, you can be whoever you can be whoever you want at such a young age like and you can connect with people all you over the world your authentic self and connect with other people such like a young you. age yes. and you don't need your high school nope. or your hometown you can connect with people all over uh, it's very special so that's back beautiful. to yeah yes so um during not being able to do choreography i was lost i i think what we were saying about having something taken away from us. Mm -hmm. So then I started, I did a TikTok. I like duet someone or David, I think my best friend, I like did a duet with him. Then I'm like, oh wait, I kind of like this TikTok thing. And then I started watching all the TikToks and then someone to now know them all because the kids knew them. Mm -hmm. So that's how it really like started to get on TikTok because I wanted to know when I went to choreography what the kids were doing. Mm -hmm. All of a sudden I do a super sharp TikTok and I cheer hashtag style, yeah. cheer and now I have this like all these people are now following me for cheerleading content or you know like mm. like wait a minute that like algorithm. yeah you know like wait wait a minute so then it would it came I literally would do a TikTok a day Kevin pushed me into the garage so if you watch my TikTok it, I noticed it started that. it started when I was upstairs in like the you know the living With area wonderful Christmas decorations yes <laughs> you may not have gone into interior design professionally but you would have gone into interior can we design. talk yes. about the triple tree the triple tree I'm <laughs> it's everything of the thank, sort thank you you're thank so you, welcome you know, right? I can't believe I haven't said anything before yeah, but like yeah. if you don't know what the triple tree is like yeah. do your research yeah. <laughs> Christmas is my favorite time of the year, yes. and it is, and I go all out. I love, oh. Anyways, so then I use, I would work out and do a TikTok. Like, that is what I did every single day, and it, it gave me, like, purpose. Yeah. Like, I felt like I had, like, a task. Something, yeah. yes. And I just wasn't sitting there. Now, I use TikTok for inspiration. It's like, no I can wonder. just get on TikTok and just, like, watch amazing like dancers yeah. and style and like now and I can take a new personal music yes. like remixes right. and, and different mm -hmm. things and it's like I'm taking a personal class with this professional dancer yeah. like where now like my mind is exploring my, I'm exploring different things with my body different movements different patterns different um you know, styles. So, styles. Yeah, mm -hmm. I, love, I love TikTok. I think it's one of the best apps out there. And that's the reason why I stay on it. I need yeah. to be more. I need to get back more active. But during COVID, it was, it was my, the one. Of, I, I would say a saving grace for my peace of mind. Wow, very. Like cool. I would put that much uh, credit to being able to create. Yes, yeah. to create. Yeah, yeah to channel and, and connect, mm -hmm. connect mm -hmm. with people. You know, yeah. talk. You know, where normally you would go to a right. team, connect with them, be creative with yeah. them. So yeah, you have to channel that. Totally. Somehow. Well, and with that being said, this episode is brought to you by TikTok. Oh, uh, so you're actually sponsored. I'm just kidding. Okay, so we're brought to you by Support Fund. Yeah. It is. It is. Support Fund. So we've so it's like Snapraise or whatever. Okay. Um, Come on, or, support. Right. Yeah. Um, fund. Or GoFundMe or the, all those. Yeah. You know, it's normal money fundraising, but yeah. they give the option to buy chocolate. 
okay. So when the kids are sending texts, caramels. There's a chocolate flavor caramel, though. That's what oh, it is. sounds great. <laughs> so when the kids are sending texts and emails asking for donations, if somebody's like, I don't want to just give you $10, they can buy chocolate, now they can. and then they can... So it gives the kids that option to some people who do want to buy stuff and get something for supporting, and Got some it. people are like, oh, I'm totally fine just yeah. donating 20 bucks. So yeah. um, we've used them twice, and wow. it's been wonderful. So It was honestly our... Um, so how our, easy was it? Was the process easy? Unbelievably easy. And the reason it is such a big deal, especially during a covid year where you can't go door to door and sell like popcorn or something right it's fully digital we show a video of him the kids get out their phone they text some things and then it all goes through a website and you don't have to go face to face we have tracking of everything and so like if the kids are like yeah coach i sent my five text messages i can get on the little thing and i'm like liar no you didn't (laughs) you only sent two (laughs) yeah yeah any more tiktok talk TikTok. Talk. I just love going back to your time in Kentucky. I loved the one you, your throwback that you put in. You're like, oh, right. it may have been sent or something. That may have been. Because if I'm posting a video, it's probably the year where I was sent. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so I get that completely. Right. <laughs> that was just like really cool for me to watch and like, I did like try to learn some dances. Yeah. I'd like, don't look at my drafts, but like, right. um, it is really cool to watch like from afar. Like you do all that more so with the TikToks. I like seeing your choreography side. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So like dying laughing when I pulled up the TikTok where you're like typical choreography and then you just scream at the Shelby. And it is so funny to me because it's so me. Well, it's so you. It's so choreography. It's so just like. It's it's it is just so you, but I I love that so much because I'm like that was authentically like like everything is good 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 Shelby you did the thing like I just you could just I I felt like I was there in that yeah. moment and it is wonderful it's just yeah. wonderful it's funny because we we've been in a million choreography sessions and, and there's always a Shelby. Uh-huh. Poor Shelby. Always the Shelby. Always the Shelby. Yes. Shelby. Yes. 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 Yeah. I actually still do. I still do her choreography now to this day. Nice. Oh, that's I awesome. Know. Wait, okay, so pull up his TikTok page. This is the Shelby video. Oh. Oh, that's. <laughs> so go to his, just go to his page because I feel like a couple of favorites. That was definitely a recent favorite. Um, obviously the 2016 fade out. Oh, you and Amber. Yes. So Amber's been on the show. Yes. Big fans. And we, we um, bonded. We actually bonded over COVID and through TikTok. I found the three tree. You found the triple tree. Oh, the triple tree. Look at her. If Look had, at her. If we had three trees and she asked me to set them up, like I have to set up the one tree. Does Kevin have to set these up? Um, he doesn't really help me. Okay. <laughs> I think that's probably fair. He helps to take down, though. Okay, he enjoys. He really enjoys. Cool. He's yes. like, finally. <laughs> Put it away. Get the away. Yeah. But yeah, like, like watching. Body, but you labeled it the cheer version. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, one of my biggest. modified. Yeah, one of my biggest one was the WAP. The cheer version of the one. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, I um, remember that. And that was like, uh, look at you, so sharp, <laughs> like so sharp. And I feel like that has to be so good for you to be watching yourself and like you're editing and you're doing all the things. You're getting sharper. Yeah. Because you're watching yourself doing it all the time. Yes. That's amazing. So shifting gears, all right, away from the epic story of Blake so far, but. 
breaking news happened this week mm-hmm. related to bum, bum, bum. related to a cheerleader or I guess cheer tryouts. The more importantly than just the headline of it being a cheerleader and involving a cheerleader, the ramifications for public school coaches of any sport, but more so cheerleaders, mm-hmm. is now kind of upended in Wait, a, what? in a crazy way. So. The Supreme Court this week decided that a student's free speech is protected online outside of school hours if the classroom is not disrupted. So how this came about, three or so years ago, a girl... Wait, wait, wait. wait. Can you say that again? Yeah, so the, the Supreme Court decided Supreme that a school cannot... Re- a public school cannot wait, restrict... the Supreme Court of the United States of America. The highest court in the land. Okay. Decided that... A public school student's free speech online, online, outside of school hours, cannot be inhibited. Like, it's their free speech. Yes. It's their right, as long as it doesn't disrupt the classroom. The classroom. And so it was defended. So what that decision, broadly, about public schools and students, comes back to the original case where three years ago a girl who was going into her junior year of high school okay. in Pennsylvania she made the JV team okay. and she did not like that result Okay. so she went home on her Snapchat and posted I believe a middle finger on her Snapchat story and the caption said in full form F cheer F the school and F the coach oh okay she's and really then, angry yes yeah, she's very angry and school policy related to social media related to school stuff Got was it. that, you know, you could get in trouble for such things. Cheer policy, you know, she was still on the team. Oh, she was a cheerleader. Yeah, so she was Got a cheerleader. She made JV. Yeah. So she didn't decline the position, so she's on the team, and she still posted that. So it gets screenshotted. She eventually takes it down because she realizes, oh, I'm probably going to get in right. trouble. She does get in trouble. She gets dismissed from the team. I believe she gets suspended for a, a certain time period. Her, her and her parents are not happy about this, so they go to the school and they complain and they're like, nuh uh, this isn't allowed, like, you can't be, you know, punishing her for this. Right. And um, the school's like, here's our contract about behavior and here's the, the team contract where she's representing. And the parents were like, no. So they went to the district, the district back to the school and the coaches up and they said, yeah, the policy's there. So the parents and the daughter said, we're suing. Right. So went to local court, that judge agreed. And they said, yeah, you know, and so they appealed that, the next level up, that- Agreed with- With the school school and the district, district. yeah. The next level up didn't agree with him and said, said, you know, that might be a little too much, you know, full booting, suspended from school. So how about, so they gave a plan of she can't, she's off the team for a year. She can't be on the team. Mm -hmm. Essentially suspended from cheer for a year and then she can try out the next year. And then, so that was the agreement, but the parents and her did not agree with that. They weren't happy Yeah, so they went forth and did that. She didn't cheer her junior year. She tried out again for her senior year, made varsity, continued on. Like She's like 20 now. But ACLU picked up her case at that point and were like, no, we're going to fight for your free speech to be able to write whatever you want on your social media. Me, as someone who does value my rights of free speech and my rights in general, um, I, I definitely understand that and lean towards that. But as a coach and as a parent, free speech 
doesn't come without consequences. Like one hundred percent. So ACLU gets involved. Let me go back to the story. ACLU, ACLU gets involved. They take it. Appeal, appeal, appeal. It goes to Pennsylvania Supreme Court. It goes to the Supreme wow. Court. So wow. the whole thing of online after hours is new. So that good, was yeah. why they took the case on because it had to mm. kind of set some sort of semblance. And a lot of schools and administrators for years have been looking for some sort of legal precedent to say we can punish, we can't punish because yeah, the kids yeah. are doing it outside of school. Why right. should? A, a principal would be able to yeah. be like, you were in, acting inappropriate. Well, great. Okay. That's my parents' yeah. responsibility, not yours. 100%. So I, under, I I see the middle. Essentially, this upends any team contract. Mm-hmm. So if you have wow. a team social media contract that says you can't yep. talk bad about the program, you can't be posting inappropriate things representing the team poorly, mm-hmm. the coaches can't do anything about it anymore. Wow. Unless yeah. is that so, what it's, it, does it say that? So unless it fully disrupts the classroom. Okay. But being that athletics doesn't touch the classroom, classroom right. it's pretty much not. I'm all for free speech. I'm all for expressing yourself. Absolutely. But you have you've you made a choice to represent me. Yeah. Yes. And this is the difference. And athletics is a privilege. Yes. You didn't choose to go to this high school. You have to go to school. You have to, you know, like you just can't go through life without an education, right? Yes. You can go through life without being a part of an organization. Right. You can go through life without being on a team. You can go. Yes. You don't have to do these things. That's a choice. Mm -hmm. So now if you're choosing to be a part of this, you there should be some boundaries or some guidelines. Totally agree. Because if not, like, you can do whatever you want. Right? Yeah. So, that, so that's like, why... And they're also children. Yeah. yeah. So at some point, we have to have some type of boundaries. Isn't that wild, though? Yeah, so it's, like, it's so crazy because it's like, that's the is that Supreme real? Court. My take on it is like, I'm like, <laughs> we all have free speech, but we, we all don't right. have free speech without consequences. Yes. And in my opinion, the school did not put that girl in jail. No. They did not limit her freedoms no. as a person, as an American. They only limited... What, the, like you said, the choices she could make, yes. the things she could do, and the the yeah, frustrating part of this got, is like you have consequences. It's yeah. like our opinions don't matter because the Supreme Court decided this, and right. it's not going anywhere. But it's like, right? You know, we can still talk about it because it's it's bizarre. Like you said, like is this real? Like, yeah. I, think, I think it should real? be talked about though. Because, it, it, should like, be. it should be. As people who are coaches, and we we don't just care about these kids for the one season that they're in. 100%. We care about these kids develop- for the yes. long term. Justice Breyer said, It might be tempting to dismiss the students' words as unworthy of the robust First Amendment protections, but sometimes it's necessary to protect the superfluous in order to preserve the necessary. So, mm. more simply put, do not students do not shed their constitutional rights to freedom of speech or expression even at the schoolhouse gate. But we also have made clear that courts must apply the First Amendment in light of the special characteristics of the school environment i.e. online sports teams, things like that. So it's really an interesting situation for all of us. Uh, what if your sports, your team is uh, like a club, part of the school, though? What if it's mm. like a, a club within the school? Mm-hmm. So now this isn't something that was required for the school to give or it's not funded, quote-unquote, mm-hmm. by the school. Yeah. It's self-funded by a booster. Mm-hmm. So I think it'd probably come down to... Maybe you could do the the club side right. policy, but you think the school couldn't do anything about right. it type of thing. I think yeah. a, I think a lot of 
like school district legal teams have a fun summer ahead yeah. Yeah. for themselves for like what they're going to give their admin just trickle down to like teachers and coaches of what is allowed, what's not allowed, how far can you go with team policies, things like that. So. I'm even thinking about just like SGA and other organizations, like how are you going to be the class president, but yet you're posting you know, inappropriate things on your social media about the school or thinking about Key Club or thinking about the National Honor Society, like all of that is still a part of the school system. Mm-hmm. And it's part of their future, so yeah. it's like where's the help for these kids? Like, that's my issue. Is like, these kids are being let down. Like, it's just a bummer. So, the there's nine Supreme Court justices, and the vote was eight to one wow. on it. So, eight of them agreed. But the one guy, Justice Clarence Thomas, he... Clarence. Yeah, Clarence. Oh, good old Clarence. Right? Hey! If you, the dissenting side also has to release, you know, their their dissent. So he said... Oh, goodness. He wrote, Students like the former cheerleader who are active in extracurricular programs have a greater potential by virtue of their participation to harm such programs. He said, for example, a profanity-laced screed delivered on social media or at the mall has a much different effect on a football program when done by a regular student than when done by the captain of the football team. Mm-hmm. So too here, he right. says. So it's... I, I'm with the dissent of when you're on the team, you're mm-hmm. more amplified when you're doing participating yep. things, you're right. more amplified. So your words have a greater power to disrupt 100%. to where we should be able to have those restrictions so, in place for kids. So we stand with Clarence. Yeah. We stand with Clarence. Well, but good old Clarence. Unfortunately. Good old Clarence. No, the other, eight, the other eight did not. <laughs> yes, that is a problem. Oh, this is just so tricky yeah when do you you think this information is going to be sent out if you had to guesstimate this happened what this week yeah happened two days ago two days ago if you were to just let let's just guess you know like we're we're still dealing with covid we're still trying to get back into school Mm full-time we're still trying to have sports teams in some states like when do you think like this is going to happen right i mean or so that's the that's the crazy thing is it it's legal now yeah. So, like, think back to, like, when um, the Supreme Court upheld gay marriage rights. Right. That was, was the day of. That yeah. was the day. You know, from there on, it can't be challenged anymore. Same thing here. But we talked about it. What do you mean? But, like, everyone knew. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, there was everyone yeah. knew about yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, like, this is, like, a that's case. That's obviously much bigger. Yeah, like, yeah. this is, but this is, is it? Uh, yeah, it, it is bigger, but we're that's talking about. Higher. More we're, people were invested in that we're, case. we're talking about the future of millions of lives. Yes. Just, like, so I'm, I'm, I'm not going to. This is huge. This yeah. Is, it this really is. This is major That's why I tweeted news. it, because I was like, yeah. I was like, not many people are, and I, two days later, not many people interacted with the tweet, because right. I think anytime you see Supreme Court and First Amendment. I think everybody kind of is like, yeah. I don't. I want to stay away from it. I don't understand it. Well, I told him on our drive home from camp today. I said, I don't know that I really want to talk about it on the podcast because now all of our kids that listen are going to be like, oh, so we can do whatever we want on social media. No, you can't. And I'm like, there just has to be such an education piece to this of, of like, you have to value you, right? And, and your appearance. Yes, and in your platform of whatever you decide to put yourself out on. So, like, yes. I, I, I mean, it's it, it, it's wrong. I know we voted y'all into office, and I appreciate you. 
And I think you have done some wonderful work, but you got it wrong this time, okay? We, can we get a revote? Yeah, we can get a revote, right? <laughs> so do you think that this is only going to be for public schools? So, like, any school protected under, like, religious rights or, like, so Catholic school systems, schools are going to, all of that. But this is really just, like, public school systems yep. that are going to be truly affected. <sighs> yeah. Huh. Like we're saying, yeah, it's going to be an interesting summer if you're, like, uh, the legal team for a district. Because right. they're probably scrambling to see what they can do and what they can't do and you know yeah. and just educating your coaches too mm-hmm. just yeah, making sure that all is, the staff principals yeah. too um just so that random suspensions aren't being handed out that you might want to add this court. to your coaches meetings right just <laughs> right, right, right. little tidbit here <laughs> good luck <laughs> godspeed just so like, everyone knows i feel uh, like i'm like you know like on a show or something I, our bio says this is cheerleading's best talk show. Like, it, I mean, it is. I, I, Hello. I, I like that we're a talk show. Like, obviously, yeah. it's on podcast. Oh, but I, I podcast. am on a show. I'm on a yeah. talk show. Yeah. 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 Oh, hey. Oh, can I say hell? Oh. You can say whatever you want. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes I add beats. Sometimes I don't. I don't know where the censoring lies. Oh, okay. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Because like we we push it more for like coaches and adults. Right. Like, there are a bunch of athletes, like specifically ours, that listen. Well, we're just so glad you're able. To oh God! Oh no! Yeah, this was a long time coming. I know we. Yes. Been. Yes, but even like just on Twitter, you offering just being like, "Hey, I think I like I want to be on the podcast." What the yeah. hell? I'm like, "Oh my God! I'm going to attack you now because yeah. you have to come on the I'm, show." I, I was waiting. I was like. I, I can't. I can't wait till round two because, like, we had so much to talk about. I don't even think we touched on a third yes. of the things that we could have touched on. Mm-hmm. So you're coming back. I would love to come back. You're final back. final question: What cheerleading event are you most excited for in this coming season? In this coming season, what cheerleading event am I most excited for? I hope that I see you 2022 mm-hmm. um, happens um, because I feel. We, as Americans, get really caught up with just cheerleading as a sport because it's our sport. Um, But this is a global sport and is growing all over the world. And I want it to be back on that global stage. Like, I want to see how the rest of the countries, like, handle the pandemic and Mm -hmm. what cheerleading means to them. Mm -hmm. And I think it's going to be displayed heavily at ICU this year. I would agree. And I I always love ICU Worlds. Like, it's Mm -hmm. just such a great weekend of cheer community. I don't speak foreign languages. Yeah. I speak cheerleading. 100%. Right. And I'm going to say, that was awesome. Right. Clear English. And whether they're Japanese, Chinese, German, they're going to be like, thanks. Yeah. Because they they (laughs) can tell my excitement about the skills they just did. So I I always love that event. That's a good answer. Also news, I read, um, I think it was yesterday, related to international, um, Cheer Match is a virtual online competition. They just partnered with IASF really? to kind of assist for the next season because most of those international teams were locked down. Right. They didn't have the ability to get in their gyms and stuff. So I think that that's a I think that's a brilliant move to kind of get them back into competition mindset. Yeah. I think that is going to you know kind of backfill that right to have a great ICU worlds because all these competitors are now going to get kind of a, an elongated season thanks right. to cheer match well Blake thank yes. you for coming on the mark Thru. yeah this has been come awesome. on the mark Thru. do you have anything to promote to push to hype up to celebrate while yeah the red carpet the, is rolled out the for microphone you. is oh yours. um 
Oh, wow. Ah, uh, to promote. You don't have to promote anything. You can just celebrate you. Yes, okay. Um, I, I would like to say to the world that um, each one of you are, uh, you know, you're special, you're beautiful, and you're unique. And I, I hope that everyone has the opportunity one day in this lifetime to truly live a life that they love and um, to wake up every day and know that they have a purpose in the world. So if I could push that out, that energy out to the world, that's what I want to do right now on the mark through. Uh, Turn the volume up <laughs> on that. That was beautiful. Links in the bio. Yes, yes. Okay. You ready for this? Who live is us? Who lit is this? Who real is us? We too legit. We are M-A-R-K-T-H-U. Mark through. Podcast. Listen and learn. Watch and observe. Challenging us. They got some nerve. We great. You mad. Don't hate. Get to it. Don't wait. We do not hesitate. We doing what it takes. What we do. Mark through.